1: Here we go, off and running on this 5th day of December 2022. This is The Horn. Headon.live is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go. If you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, if real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza, this is The Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All time zones in between and the Great Globe Round, and whatever time it is when you're listening to the podcast thanks ever so much for being part of this little community that has been out here cussing and discussing for something approaching 20 years still blows my mind every time i say that thank you thank you for participating thank you for providing the, the financial support that keeps everything going thank you thank you thank you and so uh that being said, that being said, um, if you pop into the uh, chat room, you'll be greeted by early arrivers Alien Jimmy and Squeaky and Theo. Hey, y'all! And, capably moderated by pinch midweek chat room utility moderator and all-around great guy, Brother Bishop Steve from Georgia, Stan, and in the uh, far reaches of rural agrarian Oregon, our buddy Roger. trimming buds and thinking big thoughts and somehow also moderating it all at the same time. Y'all do a great job. And of course, I'm in there as a moderator too, but ah, I'm useless as a screen door on a submarine when it comes to moderating. Here's a dirty little secret. I don't even know how to bash brain. What? Yes. Uh, imagine, uh, Steve! I imagine Brother Bishop Steve must be uh, all positively. Well, let's just say it. A nervous freaking wreck. If you're not, that's cool, Steve, but if I were you, I would be. I'd be like. Please, 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 sweet fake baby Jesus. Please don't make me and my state out to be a bunch of morons tomorrow. Please don't let. Don't let Walker, Texas Stranger, be my senator. Hmm. Uh so uh I mean it may maybe maybe you're just stronger than I am, Steve, but I'd be um and there and there he says it, yeah. Hoping for the best, Robin, prepared for the worst. Ah, <sighs> yeah. I get it. I get it. And uh I hope not, Brother Deacon Asa. Um He 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 always posts a uh, Herman Kane nine 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 gif when the stream starts coming through. Um, <laughs> see you soon. No, no, not for no Uh no, no, Billable Rick, there has not been a uh, there has not been been a brain sighting. I I was just uh, Speaking ex cathedra there or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll try to get into the chat group with a Bigfoot icon. <laughs> well, it's going to be one of those more In mondays isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's plenty of reason to think so because we got, oh, we got some more-in-Monday material. We sure, sure do. But I don't want to get ahead of myself because every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude. And this pro, this particular iteration of the program is no different. And so we send out thanks to our fifth, fourth, and third of the month subscribers. And that means uh, thank you. Thank you so much to Kenda in Missouri. We really appreciate it. And I enjoy your posts on Facebook too, Kenda. And uh, thank you to Paul. Your uh, your help is decidedly appreciated. Thanks to Thomas. Appreciate you, Thomas. Thank you to Kim and Malin in New Jersey, friends for oh so long a time. Thank you to John. Thank you to Bill in Allentown. Thank you to Jean and Anne across the pond. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you all for being partial sponsors of this little effort at non-commercial non-capitalist non-chocolate paleo chocolate chicken bone beverage broadcasting thank you so our fundraising goal stands at $890 that means uh today friday and all but $10 of thursday that's 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 where we stand and hopefully we will knock some of that down So I can keep the program on the air. It, it really does boil down to that. I, I wish I could say that I was going out and getting a fabulous gown for the holiday season and all the balls that I'll be attending, but, hey, no balls, no gowns. Well, wait, that didn't come out right, did it? No. <laughs> oh, goddess of irony, why did you do that to me? Anyway, um, this, is, this is Subsistence Radio. You know, if you study anthropology, you'll find out about subsistence agriculture and subsistence farming and subsistence. This is subsistence radio, and so uh, you may rest assured that uh, no, we're we're not we're not doing what right wingers do with their millions in shady billionaire pack money. I I I blanch to even think. About it, yeah. Blush, too, for that matter. But if we can raise some or all of $890, it would be fan freaking fantastic.
2: Um,
1: meanwhile, uh, as uh, Shorty in LA points out, Greg Pallast, um, election. And generally investigative reporter says, Raphael Warnock is in real trouble. Don't be fooled by the record long lines of black voters in Atlanta. Here's the real story. Two years ago, Raphael Warnock won his Senate runoff because he got three-quarters of a million mail-in ballots. He won those mail-in ballots by two to one. Within weeks of his victory, the Republican Party and the Georgia legislature passed a law that made it all but illegal to vote by mail in a runoff election. Part of the game was to shut 77% of the mail-in drop boxes in Atlanta. Two out of three Georgia mail-in ballots vote Democratic. So when you see those long lines, it's because black people can't mail in or drop off their ballots. It's made worse because of the new law, SB202, slashes the number of early voting days from 17 statewide to just five. We've discussed discussed that um, on this program. And it turns out there's another little glitch. <laughs> I remember when... Uh, uh, long ago, uh, the late great Bart Cop pointed out that when someone makes a mistake and that mistake works to their benefit, expect them to make the same mistake over and over and over and over again. And so, consequently, um, it turns out, and this is no surprise. Students at historically black colleges and universities in Georgia uh, have had to jump over additional hurdles to vote, and some of them just flat out haven't voted where they go to school. Because Georgia made sure, uh, nine out of ten of the historically, uh, this is just his background, nine out of ten of the historically black colleges and universities in Georgia are private. So naturally, the Georgia legislature said, Well, mercy sakes alive, you know, a student ID will suffice for proper voter ID here in Georgia, yes, Georgia. Yeah, a student ID will be, oh, wait, but only at the public universities. Um, Private university IDs don't count. Well, I reckon there's some other private schools in private colleges and universities in Georgia, but... Having 9 out of 10 of them be historically, uh, of, of the historically black colleges and universities, uh, that tends to put a damper on voter participation there in Georgia should the students choose to vote there, being how they live there. This includes, of course, Spelman, historic Spelman in Atlanta. <sighs> so meanwhile, um. outside of atlanta voters in white majority counties uh have three times as many drop boxes per voter as uh, voter as black atlanta does a 314% difference according to uh Greg Palast from 2020 2021 according to a new complaint that uh Cheryl Moses filed alongside the Palast investigative fund With the U.S. Department of Justice Civil Rights Division, mail-in ballots in Georgia plummeted by over a million. A breathtaking 81% loss of ballots concentrated in, where else, black-majority urban counties. Uh Uh-huh. But rural counties were added, see also, white, were added, uh, ordered to add at least one drop box. So in urban non-white counties 55,862 voters per drop box uh in the rest of Georgia where it's 65% white it's only 18,000 voters having to share a drop box again a 314% difference <sighs> Um So uh, tomorrow might tomorrow's a little more nerve wracking than maybe we had hoped it would be, and that dovetails dovetails nicely with uh, something that uh, is being well. We pointed it out in the past. This here being Mauryan Monday, yeah. Uh, that according to an interview that Walker, Texas stranger, gave to Politico, there's an open question as to whether he actually knows what he's running for. No, really. What he's running for. He doesn't know if he's running for the House or running for the Senate. And I don't know if you caught uh, Saturday Night Live, but their cold opening was a brutal skewering of Walker, Texas Stranger. Um, It began with uh, Herschel walking into a meeting with uh, Moscow Mitch and John Cornholio and Marsha 3X Blackburn, At which point he apologized for being late to the meeting because he was having so much fun on that free merry-go-round y'all got down there. To which came the pithy reply, Herschel, that's a revolving door. And that's the soul of parody. And the problem is that... uh, Kind of believable. But, uh, Politico... Mentioned the fact that, it, by virtue of the interview that uh, Walker gave, uh, it didn't it didn't seem too terribly clear as to whether he actually understood the uh, what office he was running for. Talking to Politico, Hirsch said. They're not less motivated because they know right now the house will be even, so they don't want to understand what's happening right now. You get the house, you get the committees, you get all the committees even. They just stall things within there. So if we keep a check on Joe Biden, we're just going to keep a check on him. Mother. Lord, God, Billy Bob. Um, he thinks the house is going to be even. Now, to be fair, uh, he may be – I'm I'm trying to be generous here. He may be uh, confused by the fact that Kevers McCarthy is is doing everything except inviting members of – short of inviting members of his own caucus to go and Take a poop in the rotunda if they'll just vote for him for speaker. <sighs> yeah. Problem is, there's at least five who said, no, not going to vote for him, which takes him down to, let's see, 12 minus 5. Yet yeah, 217 votes, which at least on the first ballot could wind up in tie. And in order to bring the uh, the maggot caucus along, the real hardcore cancerous knot, he's going to have to have a fire sale on his own power, and probably offer up to offer up his testicles in a mason jar for them to for the maggot caucus to keep in the freezer and tell him when he can act all speaker like. Oh, Nancy, we're going to miss you. But, you know, part of the reason we have more in Monday when we have more on Monday is because it's Monday and it goes with more in. And it's also after all the Sunday shows. And Hakeem Jeffries showed up to talk about uh, uh, the... Uh, because in the interim, since last we talked on Friday... Um, Nitwit Nero has declared that he is tired of the Constitution of the United States, and uh, in in a a fit of petulant adipose peak, he declared that we needed to get rid of the Constitution and just make him president from twenty twenty forward. We all knew that that was coming sooner or later. I mean, do you remember when he was talking about how he wished he could be president for life, like Xi Jinping or uh, Kim Jong bad golf pants? yeah he's always had that urge, but he said that he said the quiet part really loudly on Saturday, and so consequently um, there began a for-profit media flurry to try to get the Republicans to maybe kind of step up and speak up for the Constitution. and uh oh I can't I'm trying to find it now I had it but I guess an update came through and screwed me over Well, um, give me a second here, I'll, but but anyway, uh, he uh he made it he made it clear that the Republicans and if he's saying it now, hopefully he'll hang it around their necks. Uh, they need to decide whether they want to follow Trump or honor their oath to the Constitution. That was the bottom line on it. Um, I'm not looking for. Uh, I'm not looking for the Republicans to get all weepy about the Constitution any time soon. Liz Cheney did step out and and say that uh, it's clear now that Nitwit Nero is a threat to the Constitution. Now, of course, Nero says he never called for the termination of the Constitution. Uh, Today, he melted down and said,
2: The fake news is actually
1: trying to convince the American people that I said I wanted to terminate the Constitution. This is simply more disinformation and lies, just like Russia, 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 and all of their other hoaxes and scams. What I said was that when there is massive and widespread fraud and deception, it's been irrefruited feud in the 2020 presidential election. Steps must immediately be taken to right the wrong. Only fools would disagree with that and accept stolen elections, MAGA. And the caps lock was stuck on. Simply put, if an election is here, if you would be really fraudulent, it should go to the rightful winner, or at a minimum, be redone. Where open and blatant fraud is involved, there should be no time limit for change. He, yet his quote was right there in all in glorious, glorious pixels. Yeah. Well, that's true, Ron and Raleigh, going back to Herschel for a moment. Uh, Don't you mean, wouldn't it be more appropriate to call him Walker, Texas Strangler, according to a lot of his former paramours and just saying, yeah, he, uh, uh, he isn't. Mm Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Dallas Strangler. Jesus, but I mean that's that's the information. oh, he's a creepy fuck, but there's a lot of those um right now a lot um billable Rick noting the more I hear from Herschel, the more intelligent the half baked Alaskan sounds, that's really saying something yeah that and and you know that's that's on us. We keep saying, wow, that's a stupid Republican. How could another one possibly be so stupid? You know, you don't ask questions like that of the goddess of irony because she will provide you an example. And she did. And I... I, 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 I presume we will probably know on by Wednesday's program whether uh, Walker, Texas Strangler, is going to be the senator from Georgia. And if he is, I don't know how I'm going to do this program. I'll do it like I always have, though. I mean, uh, <sighs> but it's not going to be easy. But you're right, Billable, he makes Godzilla from Wasilla look like Madame Curie, for a freaking fact. And that's just sad. But that's really not where my focus lies today. No. Took one for the team. Uh, in fact, uh, Darlene in Connecticut and I were messaging back and forth. We were both listening to the oral arguments in 303 Designs, the Supreme Court case of the bigot woman who would really like to make wedding websites, but she's too scared to make one because a, que- because a queer couple might come up and want her to make them a wedding website, and she just don't agree with the queers of getting married. And so she hasn't made any websites. And so no one's come to her to ask her to make the website. In other words, this is an entirely bullshit manufactured case. And just to try to explain, it, it can get it can get so. Yeah, oh, I, mm, follow Trump or adhere to the Constitution. Stephen New York says which pays better. Does Trump pay? But I, I get your point. So back in Masterpiece Bakery. Another aggrieved Coloradan, this one a baker of wedding cakes, went grunting and whining to the courts, claiming that the Colorado Human Rights Commission had been mean to him by telling him he had to make a wedding cake for a queer wedding because he's a public accommodation. He's not like he's not a little bakery down in the basement of the uh, of the local uh, uh, the, the 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 local gospel sharp. And Colorado has a law that says if you're a public accommodation, you don't get to discriminate against people on race or national origin or sexuality or. Religion or sexual orientation. But the problem in Masterpiece was that uh, Kennedy was still on the court. And he helped cobble together a 5-4 majority that gave the bigoted Baker a win, but only under the narrowest of, of, of interpretations. They said that he won because the officials in Colorado were mean to him. And so they didn't reach the ultimate question of whether or not Colorado has the right to say that if you're a public accommodation you gotta serve everybody. So once again the alliance defaming freedom, the alliance demeaning freedom, that tax exempt religious grift that spends its entire effort on trying to, well, trying to turn the United States of America into a theocracy, Uh, well, that meant that they had to drag another $100 bill through a trailer park somewhere, and they found Miss Lori in her 303 design. And so she went whining and a pouting to the trial court level and said, I want to make wedding websites. But I can't. I'm having to be silenced. I'm I'm being silenced by the by the mean, mean, mean government of Colorado. Cause they won't they won't they won't let me say outright that I want I won't make a wedding cake for no queer wedding because I don't think queers should get married. Ah! So to be clear, she has suffered no harm whatsoever. She's never been sued. She's never been complained against. Nothing. But, well, she lost at the trial court level. She lost at the appeals court level. And so you know the the maggot court, our most puissant dread sovereign supreme Catholic majesties said, "Come here, baby, oh come, yes, oh yes, come here, come here, yes, no head pats, oh poor baby, ism scared, ism silenced, ism's religion being be be being trampled upon, yes, oh baby doesn't want to make no queer wedding websites, no." And so today we had oral arguments on the case. And some petulant, whiny pettifogger for the alliance, defending, uh, alliance defaming freedom, the alliance demeaning freedom, uh, droned on and on and on about how... My client is actually trying to save free speech, not just for herself, but for the disgusting queers, too. I'm sure a queer website designer wouldn't want to have to make a website for, for a Christian or a Catholic. No, she really said, she did. No, actually, that was the handmaid. The handmaid, in one of her questioning sessions, said, so, because, okay, let's understand this. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but it's what happens when you work without a script. I don't like scripts because I don't like to just read something to y'all. So, oh, where was I? Yeah, The Handmaid was, uh, uh, law, okay, lawyers, law students, law professors, and God knows Supreme Court justices love them some hyperpatheticals. And we got some of the hyperest hyperpatheticals on earth today. Um, well, I'm not going to argue with you. Stephen New York says, uh, no offense, but I think we should better refer to these as anal arguments and not oral. Because, I mean, monkey, uh, monkeys were flying out butts today, they really were. But lawyers and such love them some hyperpotheticals, and we had some of the most hyper of hyperpotheticals today. As justice after justice tried to come up with, especially over on the Supreme Catholic Majesty's side, tried to come up with hyperpatheticals to uh, say that the uh, precious pumpkin um, website designer was being horribly, horribly
2: wronged. Oh, she's being wronged.
1: But the problem is, you got three really sharp, sharp, brilliant women over on the decent side, you know, the decent side, and uh, their bullshit detectors were turned up to 11 today. And so they came with some hyper hypotheticals of their own. And Justice K. And Justice KBJ, with every every case, shows that she is bringing receipts, and she is ready to beat the shit out of the other side with them. She may not win, but they're going. Uh, uh, but but when she loses, the winners are going to look like. The ugly little fascist theocrats that they are. You don't miss anything, do you, Brother Deacon Asa? What the hell was that loud hiss? Is Sam back in the studio? No, Sam the studio serpent is not... Better not be. Uh, that was my... Uh, little guilty pleasure. That was my Fanta... Pina Colada soda. You had to ask, didn't you? Um, by the way, Steve from Georgia Stan informs us tomorrow in Georgia, it's going to be pissing rain all day tomorrow. I don't know if that's bad or good news. Stay tuned. Well, I, I, it, we we remember that Nitwit Nero was afraid of rain in France. Maybe maybe there's some carryover. I hope, Steve, I hope. So back to the Supreme Court. The hypotheticals got to flying. And you have to... I mean, this one... God I, I'm I'm trying to think of how much of my life I'll never get back having participated but I'm glad I was listening because I heard things that made me what? Huh? none more so and, and when I said KBJ brings receipts and she understands the law Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson is a trial judge it, it, people like uh pubes on the Coke Can, Fappy Thomas, and Sammy Badbreath Alito and Neil Gorsuch and God knows the handmaid and bub brat don't have much in the way of trial court experience. But Katania Brown Jackson does. And she brings a litigator's sense and sensibility to her job. So she asked a question, a hypothetical. She went to great lengths. She said, uh, let's say there's a photographer. And first they had to delineate between merely providing a service uh, like a good or, you know, a hotel room or a seat at a restaurant. And along the way we got a bit of a historical review of just how nasty and discriminatory this country can be. I, I mean, I'm surprised nobody's protesting her for critical race theory for even bringing this stuff up today. But, well... Um, she went through the history of discrimination briefly and then described a hypothetical of a photographer who wants to make photographs that are historically accurate Of Santa Claus at Christmas time. And by historically accurate, the photographer wanted a white Santa, at which point, somewhere off in the distance, Megyn Kelly could be heard saying, Yes! Uh, with little white children. And doing it all up in sepia tones so that they'll look all antique and stuff. And, uh... So, Kristen Wagner, answering the question, and Kristen Wagner is the pettifogger who, uh was lead counsel for the bigot. Kristen Wagner um, had to admit the photographer would be able to say they wouldn't take photos of black children of the white Santa under her interpretation of the Colorado statute. Making it clear that this woman is, uh, that that uh, Lori over at 303 Designs, God, what a disgusting piece of, um, yeah, that Laurie is basically trying to carve out discrimin, uh, discrimination against anyone for any reason, for for the purposes of her own bigotry, her own homophobia. And that one had to sting, Kristen. You know, understand this Kristen Wagner creep. She's not. You know, it's not like she's got a shingle hanging out and she just takes cases in. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wait a minute, that is hilarious. The Alliance defend the Alliance, demeaning freedom, is a a, a, a non profit lawyering outfit that somehow or another only winds up lawyering. For right-wing religious bigots, of course, nobody pointed that out. That wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be kosher. That wouldn't be cricket. That wouldn't be according to the Marcus of Queensbury rules. Now, would it? But having uh, and 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 it it gets to the point in these arguments now with the court consti- constituted the way it is that. Uh, Justices like Sammy Badbreath put themselves in a position of almost being, uh, practically being, co-counsel for whatever right-wing, uh, right-wing extremist position is being advanced, and so he had to jump in and rehabilitate. Council for the Bigot. he started out by rewriting uh, Katanji Brown Jackson's hyper- hypothetical, and it all went down for hill from there.
2: just Justice Jackson's example of the the Santa in the mall. Who uh, doesn't want his picture taken with black children, so if there's a, a black Santa:
1: Okay, there was no Santa in the mall, and it's not about wanting to not have his picture taken with black children. The Santa's not a, it's about the artist. The hypothetical was about an artist, a photographer who wanted to recreate scenes of a bygone white, 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 white America consistent with her closely held religious beliefs, but let's pick it back up.
2: Santa at the other end of the mall, and he doesn't want uh, to have his picture taken with a a child who's dressed up in a Ku Klux Klan uh, outfit. That, That Black Santa has to do that? No, because Ku Klux Klan outfits are not protected characteristics under public accommodation laws.
0: And presumably that would be the same Ku Klux Klan outfit, regardless whether of the child was black or white or any other characteristic. Yeah, you,
2: do see, you do see a lot of black children in Ku Klux Klan uh, outfits, right, uh, all, the, uh, all the time. Suppose that, uh, I, I mean... Uh...
1: What the actual fuck? This, you know, this is the lily-white world that Sammy Bad Breath lives in. And you heard that sort of ah, uncomfortable titter that rolled through the Supreme Court courtroom. So, a black Santa who didn't want to have. or a what? What? I, I, I've spent the afternoon trying to figure out how a sitting justice of the Supreme Court winds up talking about children in Klan robes. And, of course, the answer was a slam slam dunk for the Solicitor General of Colorado, who said, of course not. Because there is not, under public accommodation law, the Klan are not protected Oh, shit. Probably shouldn't have said that, because we'll have a case any day now. And, you know, we might kind of get to that here in a second. (sighs) Yeah. And that was Sonia Sotomayor who jumped in and said, that would be the same Ku Klux Klan outfit, regardless of whether the child was black or white or any other characteristic. And for him to come, and and, and I don't know, maybe he understood that he'd really stepped in it. Oh, you do see a lot of black children in Ku Klux Klan outfits all the time. Ha, 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 ha. Please laugh. (sighs) Great. Jumping Jehoshaphat. I was, I was just, yeah, Steve in New York. Black kids in Klan robes, paging Lady B or Tracy, paging Lady B or Tracy. Black courtesy phone. Uh... Would, would Sammy bad breath? have made a a joke ab- about Jewish kids in Nazi, in, 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 in Nazi SS uniform uniforms. Clearly it's a case of don't know or don't care. And frankly, I suspect it's the latter and not the former. Don't care. Sammy Badbreath don't care about black people. Uh, he, barely, he probably barely tolerates fappy. But you can rest assured that Either he, and and by the way, Fappy only said one thing one time and did pretty quiet today. But for a member of the Supreme Court of the United States to be making Klan jokes, I mean, Justice KBJ did not raise the issue of the Klan. Sammy Badbreath did. That's where he went. That is the, 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 that, that was the, the, the mental process of his imagination, because he's obsessed with what reverse, what? reverse racism. It, it, it was so down the rabbit hole. And I'm glad the Solicitor General just, you know, rejected that one right into Sammy's, uh, Sammy's schnoz. But there, there's, there's a clear lack of concern for what even the mention of the Klan means. There is multi-generational trauma. That attends the clan for millions of people in this country. The mere mention of the clan is its own horror. And Sammy Bad Breath doesn't give a good goddamn. And presumably old balls and strikes was sitting over there saying, well, thank God, the era of uh, racism is over here in America. In a minute, we will probably find out that it isn't. This case should never have even come to the Supreme Court, but... There is every likelihood that they will craft some ruling that will give Lori and her 303 designs carte blanche to refuse to do business with gay couples who just want a wedding wedding website. And I'm going to need some Colorado Geography help here, 303 Designs is located in Lakewood, Colorado. I don't know where that is. I don't know if that's in the Decent part of Colorado or the Blood Red, you know, Lauren Bobblehead Boobert part of Colorado. A long time ago, when this case caught some people's attention, mine being one of them, um, I went to the website. It happened on air. And we took a look at her art. And the damnedest thing, and it sort of found its way into the discussion today, is that most of her crap is just cut and paste. She's not doing you know, she, she's 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 not doing any uh groundbreaking CGI or uh three D what no. It's not much of anything. And of course, uh, along the way, um, ca- her counsel at the Alliance demeaning freedom pointed out, "Well, she's got LGBTQ customers. She just wanted, She just don't want to, uh, She just don't want to make no websites for their queer wedding." Okay, so Ralphs tells me lakewood is serving as the horn ad hoc Colorado geography uh, department tells me Lakewood is near Denver Thank you, Ralphs so uh basically she wants she wants carte blanche. To tell, in this case, gay people, or for that matter, anyone else, that she decides violates her sincerely held religious beliefs, that she won't do business with them. And as Justices Sotomayor, Brown Jackson, and Kagan pointed out, this uh, this is a Pandora's box flung wide. Along the way, it was noted that there has never been a Supreme Court case that enshrines a person's um, right to discriminate against others on the basis of their race, national origin, sex, sexuality, or religion. But this court's going to do that. They are. Gorsuch and... The handmaid and brat, and slappy, and Sammy Badbreath all made abundantly clear that that's how they're going to vote. And the Chief Justice, old balls and strikes—all he did today was call on call on justices to ask questions. It is not the Roberts Court anymore. It's the Fappy and Sammy Court. And it was infuriating to listen to, to listen to this because of course we can't see the justices, you know, we can't pull the curtain back and see Oz the great and terrible working the levers. But they're going to enshrine bigotry, and it's, and then, then, you know, much like the bounty law in Texas, then the consequences will start manifesting themselves. Um, uh, Dave number 11 says, not a Colorado guy, but... Spent a month there this year. It's blue and friendly. Parts are. Parts are. Parts are blood red. It's just that the uh, state government is in blue hands at the moment. I hope it stays that way. So they're going to open the door to all kinds of uh, religious bigotry. And I don't know I I'm guessing here. Laureate 303 designs. I'm guessing she's got a cap sort of a captive audience since she came to the attention of the Alliance defaming freedom. She's probably she's probably uh, roped in with a bunch of uh, uh, freaks and goons at uh, one of those mega churches, which is probably why she wanted to do the thing in the first place. Because that way she can just sit there and feed off of uh, off of the congregation. But she has, by definition, to one degree or another, because it's not like she's some sort of awesome web designer, again. She has marked herself as someone that no decent person wants to do business with. No one who believes that love is love wants to do business with a bigot like her. No ally... Uh, to the LGBTQ community, wants to do business with her. And so, you know, if there's a God, she has been the author of her own uh, doom in terms of business. And that's on her. But the larger problem is what this will mean nationwide because there are, I think, 19 states that have nondiscrimination statutes just like this. And if they rule uh, the way that Fappy and Sammy want to rule, it will strike those nondiscrimination statutes down in every state, which is exactly where – you know, Fappy wants to go based on his dissent—or not dissent, his concurrence—in the Dobbs case. He said, "Bring me cases where we where we can where we can overturn Obergefell, overturn Griswold, overturn Bostock, overturn Lawrence, and return this country to the to the dictatorship of paleness that it should be." If you hear music in the background, that's my son um, he's got a little gig tonight, and he's practicing for all his worth um, it's a very very ugly country that this Supreme Court wants to enshrine, and of course they are in 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 doing things that attack um LGBTQ people who want to get married, they are, of course, doing the business of their masters in the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. And for that matter, the wider Roman Church, too. Really did catch I, I, my little pink, pink little ears did perk up, though, when I heard. Uh, the handmaid say, Christians, a Christian or Catholic organization, because you know, if I'm not mistaken, the Roman Catholic community has been battling for a couple of hundred years in this country to be understood as being being a Christian religion. But at the same time, I figured her pa- her pals in the law school at Notre Dame would be handmaid. What you what What are you saying? The Southern Baptists and the Church of Christers all over the country were going, "Yeah, told you." Catholic Christians, not the same. Oh well, thank you for the cowbell, Dave and the Blind. <phone rings> cowbell for Black Courtesy Phone, and send me uh, and Sammy Badbreath should retire and become a road comic, where he'll bomb nightly. Remember, tip your servers; they actually work for a living. Dave and the Blind. And some of this is just so, I mean, there's so little foresight in this. Create an open society where nobody gets to discriminate against anybody else. Or else live in a society where discrimination is sort of a la carte and ad hoc. And that sincerely held religious beliefs horseshit, and it is horseshit, because I can't find anywhere to suggest that, sh- that, that, that she was asked to describe in any kind of detail or testify as to what those sincerely held religious beliefs are. Well, that queers can't get married. Honey. You worship a brown-skinned Palestinian day laborer and semi-literate itinerant rabbi who wore a dress every day of their life and was still unmarried at the time he was 30 years old and died unmarried in a culture in which little Jewish boys got married about 16. Not saying, just saying. But there was no inquiry as to what her, uh, as to what her religious beliefs were, or even what kind, what how do you, how how do you develop evidence at trial, on sincere, on the question of sincerity. Oh, we just take them for their, right? Okay, okay, good, good. Yeah, you just take for their take them at their word. That's got to. <laughs> That's That's bound to work, I mean she says her beliefs are sincere. We have to believe her, and of course, in the lawyer and game, you can't look kind of behind the curtain, back to the Oz uh, reference again, you can't look behind the curtain and wonder at the way that these cases just sort of miraculously spring up after. The Alliance defaming freedom drags a hundred dollar bill through a trailer park. Oh no, we can't do that. That no no that's so I got to thinking. Things are a little different for me now. Let's say I move to Colorado. And let's say they're in Colorado. I fall madly in love with an absolute giga-chad. He pops the question, and I say yes. We set a date. We find a church that'll have us or a Buddhist temple or a waffle house. And we go to 303 Designs. You know, after Miss Lori has done one her case. And we say, Miss Lori, we want you to build our wedding website. What happens then? I mean, it's a Marriage between one man and one woman we meet the specifications would she be able to discriminate against us too? But then again I'm an old, so let's let's let, I too have a taste for hypotheticals. Happens law school. Instead of me, um, let's, uh, let's hypothesize an absolutely stunningly beautiful young trans woman who has fallen in love with her giga-chad. And although one need not have it in order to be valid, let's go ahead and for the sake of, and for the sake of the asshole right, let's say that she's post-op, and let's say that she is perfect. you know, she's, she's one of these trans girls who actually got to transition before puberty ruined her. And let's say Miss Lori says, "Sure, I'll do your wedding website." Y'all are going to be the most beautiful couple I've had all year. They go through it, they get their website, they have their wedding, and then they come back and they look at her and go, I mean, that would never happen. But could she turn around and sue them for fraud because they defrauded her of her sincerely held religious beliefs? Hopefully you begin to see what a mess these freaks are going to make. And it's just so sad. The majority of the American people support marriage equality now. That didn't take long. But these petulant babies of the religious right don't care they're like fascists in that regard they are fascists in their re- that regard the desires of the majority mean nothing to them it's their way or the highway Matt in San Francisco observed, Republicans ruin everything. The court is a joke. The Republicans have ruined it. And apparently we're all just going to sit back and take it for the next 30 or 40 years while they strip away our rights. I don't get it. Well, as long as outfits like the Alliance defaming freedom are allowed to exist, that's exactly what's going to do happen. I observed on that failing social media platform earlier today um, That home of chaos and hate. By the way, over at Twitter, in case you were wondering, um, some statistics. Um. Under the new Twitter, hate speech, anti-black slurs are up 202%. Anti-Semitism is up 61%. Homophobic slurs are up 58%. Uh, top 100 advertisers are down 50%, but Amazon has said they'll start advertising on Twitter again, and Tesla stock is down 41%. Uh, Kasim Rashid said uh, we've entered, a very, entered very stable genius territory. Interesting that he has homophobic slurs up, but doesn't have a, doesn't have a data point for transphobic slurs because, you know, all transes are not gay. Some are. Some are pan. Some are bi. Some are straight. But by the way, the transphobia is through the roof, too. Yeah, you're right. Terrace, Terrace writing. Uh, it's sincerely held bigotry. That's Christianity. Yeah. Tormenting the other for 2,000 years. I always think of and forget the name of um, Hypatia. Hypatia. a woman scholar in Alexandria who was torn limb from limb by Christians in a frenzy to protect their faith because they had sincerely held religious beliefs. Stephen New York says, uh, Let's ponder this: a Muslim or atheist or Jewish person-owned business doesn't want to do work for a Christian. Oh no, they went over that today. No, 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 can't do that. Can't do that. Only, only a Christian with a sincerely held religious religious belief, who is sincerely Christian because she says so, and because the Alliance defaming freedom d- drug a hundred-dollar bill through a trailer park. <sighs> yeah. Oh, this is going to be a very narrow decision. You know, the same way Bush v. Gore was. Uh, Billable Rick, how to fight Lori, the lousy web designer? Boycott, 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 ostracize, ostracize, ostracize. And we we tried that with Chick Fil A, Billable. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you in spirit, but that just means the Christian weirdos would start building websites for. Things that they, uh, just, uh, here's a $1,000, build me a website. What for? Don't care. Ralphs asks, so was she thinking, or did Alliance Defaming Freedom convince her that she would get oodles and oodles of money? Um... Well, the Alliance Defaming Freedom knows they'll get oodles and oodles and oodles of money in the form of attorney's fees. And, oh, I don't know. No, she probably does because because Pogo sticking up onto the cross for these uh, religious fiends always results in money. Because it does, and how Sammy Bad Breath managed to work the and and by the way, he is not being well received uh, in what he said. New York NYU School of Law Professor uh, Melissa Murray said. I'm going to need Justice Alito to stop joking about seeing black children in Ku Klux Klan costumes. Sherilyn Eiffel, former president and director of counsel of the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, said, he is so inappropriate today and offensive. Black kids in Ku Klux Klan outfits, not funny. Is this the highest court of the most powerful country in the world? Good grief. Um... Melissa Murray said, seriously, what am I listening to? Just awful. And Sherilyn Eiffel said, the joke about black kids in Klan outfits? No, Justice Alito, these jokes are so inappropriate, no matter how many in the courtroom chuckle mindlessly. Professor of Law at Columbia University, Catherine Frank, tweeted, Justice Alito is resorting to KKK jokes. Ha ha ha. As if what's at stake here is funny and isn't taking place in a context in which LGBTQ people feel like we have a target on our backs. And ahem, <clears throat> clan jokes aren't funny under any context. Then Rewire said, uh, I knew Alito wouldn't be able to resist bringing up the clan. What the hell, Sam? And you know what, for anybody who's thinking it, this isn't just culture war stuff. If you remember the LGBTQ community, LGBTQQQIA plus community, these are existential issues. You know, because it falls under the heading of, you know, first they came for the wedding, the wedding websites. And and the, the the so-called liberal side of the court did such a good job of tying in all of these things with, say, um, the case out of, I think it was Georgia, where a white restaurant owner said, you know, whites only. But I don't discriminate, because I'll, I'll sell them carryouts, and they can come around to the back to get that and took it at home. They don't want to eat among a bunch of white people anyway. You know how they are. No. No. Case I'm worried about, Ron and Raleigh says, Jarcasey versus SEC is barreling down the pike. If SCOTUS decides this case the way the right wants them, the entire regulatory state will go poof. All the regulatory agencies derive their power to regulate from the same legislation, so no FAA, no FCC, no FDA, or any of the other alphabet agencies. This shit will truly hit the fan. Uh, P.S. The fellow that pistol-whipped the Q-Club shooter said a drag performer stomped on the shooter with high heels. The question I have is, is a drag performer a he or a she? RuPaul's a he, right? Yes, and, and Ron, that was subsequently corrected. That was not a drag queen. That was just a trans woman who was there to enjoy her evening with friends. She was not a drag queen at all. Um, drag queens, unless they express otherwise, it is proper to refer to her as she when she is Drag queen and out of drag revert to uh, their actual perceived gender. The difference between drag queens and trans women is that there's no reversion. I am she, her all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I don't stop being a woman when I take off my clothes. This is my reality. So hopefully that clears that up. Uh, look, ev- everything Jarquezie uh, the more uh, the case that's already it's already been argued, hasn't it, the, about the uh, uh, Indian the so-called Indian adoption case? Their entire goal is to do the thing that Steve Bannon's been talking about for years, namely the deconstruction of the administrative state. See also, compare favorably, chaos. They want to take this government apart because once it is taken apart, it will be much easier to recreate in their own image. And I haven't even gotten—I have, I haven't even gotten to uh, the thing coming out of Moore County, North Carolina. I don't know how far Moore County, North Carolina, is from where Ron and Raleigh is, but most uh, people are in hell because there was a terrorist attack in Moore County, North Carolina, this weekend. The for-profit media is still resisting calling it that, but it is exactly that. Uh, Let me try to put the pieces together real quick. Then I'll go to the phones. By the way, um, $890 fundraising goal. We're goose-egging it through the first hour and 15 minutes of the program. And, you that's rough. Hopefully that'll change. If you'd like to help out, please feel free to uh, go to Live and use the PayPal button or become a brand new Patreon subscriber. That'd be lovely, too. Got a good crowd in the chat room this evening. Uh, so there were attacks on the LGBTQ community in four separate states this weekend. In Florida, North Carolina, New York, Ohio, and Illinois. Wait, that's five. I told you I'm no good at ciphering. The North Carolina one is the most pernicious because at this hour, tens of thousands of people in the Moore County, North Carolina area, customers of Duke Energy, are, with winter rapidly approaching and cold temperatures, without electricity. That includes people with CPAP machines. That includes people with uh, oxygen generators. all manner of people who need electricity to survive. And the reason that those tens of thousands of people are without power is because there had been a drag show, an adults-only drag show, advertised at the uh, Sunrise Theater in North Carolina and the Proud Boys and various other fascist organizations declared that they were going to um, well attack it and so on the night of the drag show mysteriously the power went out for 40,000 people in Moore County, North Carolina, which includes the venue where the drag show was going to be. It turned out that terrorists using rifles had attacked a pair of substations causing the power to go out. Duke Energy later issued a statement saying that it wasn't like a storm where they could reroute power around and get power back on while they continued to fix things because fix things because the gunfire had been sufficient to absolutely ruin equipment, destroy it. And that new Equipment would have to be ordered in and be delivered, and that power might remain off for days on end in order to stop a drag show. Now, of course, the authorities in Moore, in Moore County, North Carolina are loath to say that it was done, you know, over the drag show. But, you know, if it quacks like a duck and acts like a duck, meanwhile, the drag show went on because the people, the many, many people who had showed up in support of it, brought out their phones and used the lights on their phones to light up the stage so the performers could go on. Because here in the early years of the third decade of the 21st century, Drag has become the battle line of LGBTQ rights, even for people who don't participate in it, because the other side have made it so. And that was just North Carolina, and we don't know when the power is going to come back on. And and we're still waiting for somebody to actually call it an act of terrorism. If this had been in any other circumstance, it would have long since been called an act of terrorism. And there would have been calls to bring the perpetrators to justice and let them feel the full weight of the law used in prosecution against them. But it's North Carolina, so you know how this is going to play out. Republicans in North Carolina will simply we'll see. They wouldn't have nobody had to shoot up that substation if it hadn't been for them queers and them drag queens out there, a drag queen and around. What we need is stronger laws against drag queen shows. I don't like going there in my head but you know as sure as, you, as sure as God made little green apples and if you eat too many of them you'll get the belly ache and the runs that that is exactly how North Carolina will respond and South Carolina and Tennessee and Georgia and Florida and Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana and Arkansas and Kentucky and Missouri and Oklahoma and Texas an Arizona stand, an Idaho. You know that is exactly how they will respond. And, and so by the way, there were uh, after the power outage, there were incidents, apparently incidents of reported looting at a couple of stores, including a Walmart. Uh, there were traffic accidents where the stoplights quit working, and somehow or another, we can't. Uh, the, the The DOJ hasn't yet found it uh, found enough gumption to start charging people under the uh, the federal criminal uh, violation of civil rights statutes. USC I can't remember if it's eighteen twenty five or eighteen forty five, off the top of my head. It's, Jesus, a little frightening. But no member of the community can go, you you can't hide. That's their goal. Drive us back into the closet. For people like me to force us to detransition. It's a little late. And by the way, a guy in uh, Texas has been charged federally for calling in threats to a surgeon in Nashville, Tennessee, who performs gender-affirming care. The doctor's name has not been released. I hope it's not mine. I hope he's not mine. Because my surgeon's a really nice brilliant man who's doing the best he can for an extremely marginalized community. But it will continue until someone does something to stop them. Like, say, a modern-day usage of the anti clan Act. These proud boys, they mask up, they hide their identities... How's that a damn bit difference, a damn bit of difference from the Klan? But then again, we're having a hard time putting the terrorists from January 6th away for more than a couple of months at a time. It's not encouraging. Let's run over to the stress line. Hey, welcome to the program. Hey. Um, hey, Darlene. Well,.
0: Hey Robin Um, Yeah I think your surgeon is a true gem um, for the work that he's doing Um, Some administrative details I want to get out of the way first Um, I disagree with you a little bit that drag uh, queen shows are, are not sexual I'm not sure exactly what you meant by that they're not sexual but I've been to uh, many of them, they're highly enjoyable, but there is a lot of sexual innuendo. There really and truly is a lot of sexual innuendo. Now, would I at all think that that those shows, you know, that kind of sexual innuendo would be transferred to, say, uh, drag queens reading, story, you know, doing story time for children? Absolutely not. Um, you know, they would do what is appropriate or they would do what, you know, the movie theaters, you know, the, 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 the well-known, um, well, even on television, um, you know, like, um, you know, the various, uh, cartoon, you know, the movies that are cartoon-based movies really are for adults. There's a lot of innuendo that adults get but fly over the heads of children. Um, you know, the same thing, um, Uh, SpongeBob, that's a big one, you know, where adults get the humor, but it's not really, the kids aren't really going to get it. So I could totally see that type of um, approach. But I have been to, I mean, there's um, Miss Richfield, 1981. Uh, She does her show uh, every summer at uh, P-Town. I haven't been able to get there, obviously, for obvious reasons. Love her show. And, oh, yeah, there's a lot of sexual innuendo. It was hilarious. It's clean, but there's a lot of sexual innuendo. Um, Mads and Biscuit, you know, they're another one. And there's a lot. Of, I mean, they're, they're even more, you know, forthright. Um, so I, I'm i not sure exactly what you meant, that it's not sexual. If you're talking like, I don't know, you know, Melania Trump, sexual. Yeah, I would agree. But there is innuendo, so I just wanted to kind of make that point, and we can, we can, oh, yeah, you can you can carry back. In,
1: in, it, in innuendo is in the eye, is in the eye and ear of the beholder. You know that, that's 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 proven by what you said. Okay. You know, well, adults will get adults <laughs> might get something that kids don't
0: exactly but the but the but the point but the point but the point is
1: like, it, the point the yeah. point is with this uh with the show that was in more north carolina Moore county uh, it was it, it was the okay first of all the liars on the right claimed that it was a kid friendly drag event it was not it was clearly marked 18 and over so one two uh, a drag show for eighteen and over is different from a drag show that is kid friendly. They are markedly right. different. I have seen both, and
0: oh, I believe you. I, I and, believe and, you. And, and you know, you
1: know, not you know.
0: But but aren't drag queen shows for eighteen aren't drag drag queen shows for children eighteen and under a relatively new thing?
1: Yeah, it's been going on for a couple relatively of years. Relatively new. You know, basically, it's yeah. So it's relatively it's, 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 dra- cool. it's, it's drag during daylight. It's drag brunches are a big thing.
0: Yeah. So and that's 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 awesome. I you know that's the expansion of the of the arts because they're you know drag queen shows are a hell of a lot of fun and they're they're fanning into different realms, different material. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So basically, what you're saying that they're not sexual. You are talking about depending on the age level and the the um you know the the material the particular show because the, you know the ones I obviously see are the adult ones um and yeah, so you know we would we we assume you know that it, and look there 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 are not good actors everywhere.
1: Well, uh, I, and I think you know, I think what's da- I think what's dangerous here, Darlene, is that they take the, the you know the bad people do
2: broad brush.
1: Well, it, it's not just it's not just the broad brush. It is the fact that they extrapolate things that aren't true from fairly banal facts. You know they 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 claim they claim that drag is an overt attempt to groom children when that's not even what grooming means you know we've we've had lots of we've had lots of examples in recent days and recent weeks of actual grooming and it doesn't uh it, it, it 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 it's it's not what they think it is you know we we had we had three people murdered in riverside california by a groomer a straight cis white male groomer who was pretending to be uh, a teenager when, in fact, he was a twenty-eight-year-old cop, and that and 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 that left two little girls, sisters, orphaned. And the yeah. grooming is the compliments and the and 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 sending gift cards and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. And yep. and and God knows in the Roman Catholic Church. Nobody knows how to groom a little boy quite like a Roman Catholic priest, because of course he's also operating with the power to, uh, to 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 grant access to heaven and hell. You know what's what's Father Murphy? What's that old joke? You know what's Father Murphy give for uh, give for masturbating? Oh, Snickers and a Coke. Um, it's
0: yeah.
1: and it's not funny.
0: Well. Um- and right, and the radical right conservatives, they um, they have and are given the upper hand in controlling these narratives and making these false dichotomies on a constant basis. And we have a fourth state that is too stupid and too bought to call this stuff out. For what it is. So they have the upper hand in these tropes, these canards, these false economies, these labels, all, you know. Um, and Democrats kind of just sort of stand there flat footed. I'm, I'm hoping with what happens, you know, look, if tomorrow goes well. <sighs> we can't stop. We have to push Democrats to really own the message coming forward because, you know, oh, we're I... going to get a lot of material with a, with a, with a Republican, a slim majority Republican shitstorm in the house. And yeah, I'm missing Nancy already myself. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I feel bad for her, but, um, on the one hand, it, uh, you know, with the first uh, state dinner, uh, she came with her daughter. Um, and I can't remember her daughter's name. Uh, but I know that that might be the same daughter that wants to uh, also get involved in politics and run for office. So she's kind of also handing the baton down within her own family. So that's a positive thing. And she looked, you know, Nancy looked striking her gold sequined gown where she was walking through um, to the event. Um, so, yeah, but I digress. Um, yeah, so the reason for the call of the shitstorm that was today's um, Supreme Court hearing, I was godsmacked um, when I heard what Alito said. I, I simply could not, you know, not surprised, but absolutely shocked. And trying to make a joke out of it, uh, uh, you know, I think it was an uncomfortable laugh, trying to smooth over an an utterly inappropriate uh, statement. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall to see Katanji Brown-Jackson's reaction or be like inside her brain (laughs) and hear what she was thinking at that moment. But I don't know why we Americans do that. You know, why we're, you know, we, we try to, like, th- there's this weird embarrassment factor when we should not be embarrassed for the idiot that made the comment. Um, and I don't know if, you know, Alito thought that was funny. It just, you know, it goes to show what a fuck with. He, he is. Um and We all know how they're going to rule on this. We know what they're going to do with a Moore case. That's going to be even more serious um, in certain respects. I was not aware that this horrid woman, this Miss Smith, this Mrs. Smith person, um, really had nothing. She, there was no harm brought to her. She had. Since when is there a case brought when there's no injury? I, I'm a little stunned at this because. She has not been injured. This is just what might happen, right? What the fuck is that all about?
1: I, well, I, I, okay. I, I've been trying to sort this out all day, and I've, I think I've come to a something close to an understanding. The law is on the books. And so the law applies to her. And therefore, she is constrained by the law in, the, in, in, in real time, in the present, because she argues that she cannot start doing wedding websites because she doesn't want to run the risk of having to do a wedding website for a queer couple.
0: But that's just in her imagination. Who is to say Well
1: but that but but, 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 but the, but the out- thing is it's it's not necessarily in her imagination because again the law is on the books that says she can't discriminate. Because masterpiece cake but she hasn't been harmed. She hasn't she has <laughs> not she hasn't she has not been proactively harmed. She has not been prosecuted under the statute. But she wishes to not be prosecuted under the statute. She wants her wedding cake and her very straight wedding cake and eat it too. I
0: don't know. I'm, I looked I'm, at her I... office there. She looks like she's doing pretty damn well. I'm just not seeing where there's, you know, what is the harm? Look, I, okay, I've already spoken to two attorneys concerning. I have actually been harmed. I have been harmed in my situation. I've been, I will, I will. Go to the mat with that I've been discriminated against. I spoke with another attorney today. It's supposed to be the premier disability rights attorney in this state. I got severe pushback. What makes this woman different? And the only. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they were the, among, 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 other, among other things. They were arguing the very narrow issue of accommodations law and that seemed to make a difference i'm i actually agree with you there's no harm no foul here she should uh, the the case should not have been tried and she lost at the trial court level the case should have been dismissed outright before the first iota of evidence was taken because she has no harm she there is no foul and especially at the level of the supreme court you know, you sit down in supreme in, in in constitutional law in you know whatever whatever year of law school, and the first one of the first things they start teaching you is the Supreme Court does dot does not deliver advisory opinions, and that's exactly what this is. And should have at least been argued somewhat on those grounds.: They're being asked There's a to lot pa-
0: of things that could have been
1: argued.: yeah. the, the, the Supreme Court was being asked to pass on something that has not yet happened. But for purposes of our six mm-hmm. dread, sovereign, most puissant supreme Catholic majesties, the potential harm was enough harm because it would be religious harm. And, I, and, and at this point in time, I haul out what I've been saying for almost 20 yeah. years. The, the First Amendment has been reduced to little more than a life support system for the religion industry.
0: Yep. Well, yeah, so this is, all, this is all set up. Okay, that's what it boils down to. It's yeah, all set up.
1: It's a sham, yes.
0: It's a sham, and, you know, the only person who's been loudly speaking out about this is Sheldon Whitehouse. Um, if all goes well tomorrow, I am hoping that it will embolden more Democrats to get on board with Mr. Whitehouse and start really just every day, every minute that they can, hammering away against this broken judicial system, this broken Supreme Court. Um, there was one thing that I you know, and, and I know the dear ladies were trying. You know, they were try- they were <sighs> And probably even they were succeeding, but it's not going to make a difference. And that was Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and um, KBJ. And, you know, but this woman, this nasty woman for the uh, defense, um, she kept saying something that I'm like, what? Yeah. She kept saying something. And no one asked her what she meant by it when she kept saying that you know her client um something about I don't know if it was a false something that's false a false marriage a false I can't remember the the exact word she used, but that my client thinks is
1: false, yes. Well, I mean, I mean fr- frankly, Darlene, and and I caught that too. What she was doing was she was she was shoehorning an anti uh, an anti marriage equality argument into her argument before the court on this narrow issue. It tells you where the alliance defaming freedom is headed. They've probably dragged their hundred dollar right, bill but- through their tailor- trailer court, and they've already got their plaintiff somewhere.
0: Right, but I was wondering why would it have been beneficial in any way for either of the three queens, and I mean that in a very complimentary way, the three queens on the Supremes, um, to have questioned her what she meant by that, really drilled down, really barrel her a little bit. What do you mean by false? What What do you mean? Can you define what you mean by false in her mind? What do you mean by that? Define that. What do you mean? And really, even just, just for the purpose of just shedding some sunlight on the tortured reasoning that undergirds it. Um, and you're right. You know, Sonia Sotomayor was really you know, she was sitting there like, you know, looking at this website, <laughs> it's just basic. I mean, she was. She was like, it's pretty much a basic, you know, and the people are just saying, come to our wedding. Come to our... So what, like, what my takeaway was that somehow what this, you know, what a gay couple might do is imputing upon the Christian woman here, the same belief and attitude. So it's like that somehow transfers over to this web designer who hasn't even designed the web pages yet.
1: Right, it's prospective harm. See, that used to drive law professors it's crazy. Up. There's
0: no such thing. It's fucked up. It's serious. And look, I, I was really, really white knuckling and, and kind of forming in my seat. I, you know, I know Sonia well, but she kept bringing up people with disabilities, people with disabilities, people with disabilities, you two people with disabilities, you don't want them getting married because they could... she has an excellent point, but I almost was like, please shut up, don't keep saying that because, you know, right now I would prefer to fly under the radar, at least for a little while longer. you know
1: yeah but but the reason but and, the re- but you know, the reason they were we, I mean I, I know you understand the reason they were doing that you know that's that's you know oh, k, yes, k, 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 k kbj KB oh, uh, referencing race and Sotomayor mayor reference yeah. because no, I, these are all the protected classes but
0: they don't care but these people don't care they don't give a fuck, fuck. they're going to they're going to completely eradicate that and and look you know I had my, you know, I remember, and it's just a personal opinion, but it's not of my goddamn business. But I remember there was a woman with muscul- a very severe form of muscular dystrophy. And she kept pelting out the kids. She kept pelting them out. And every single child would die at age 13 and 14.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: I think she had been up to four kids. Now they were applauding her and thinking she's this wonderful person by Muscular Dystrophy Association. I beg to differ. I think that's not good. She's gonna continue to pelt out these kids that are dying, all one hundred percent success rate. They're all dying at age fourteen and thirteen. Now, I I don't agree with I don't agree as a as a woman with a disability. With a muscular dystrophy, I chose not to have children first of all, I'm not really i, I you know I can barely handle my two dogs okay, so part of it me was like you know one day I thought well maybe I'd like to adopt a child, but I decided you know I hadn't met that right person, I haven't met him yet, so I just was like, you know no, I'm not going to i don't even with the even with a the gene therapy i I don't trust it it doesn't work, and I'm just like no way. But when you're pelting out kid after kid after kid, and they're all dying at the same age, and then you're going what trying again, and what are you putting these children through? There's to me, there comes a point where there's nothing to applaud for that. I don't agree with that. I just simply don't. I don't agree with it. However, if she chose to have another child, I wouldn't. I would disagree, but it's none of my goddamn business. I mean, I don't think it should be. You know, um, elevated or plotted if, if it keeps resulting in dead kids before they even hit puberty or about the time they turn, you know, by the time they hit puberty, which is probably the factor of why they wind up succumbing. Um, but um, it's just a matter, you know, <laughs> it's none of my business. Just like if. A couple is putting something generic up there. Oh, you know, like what Sonia Sotomayor was pointing out. Oh, it's just, you know, this is save the date, Join us. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the message. It's the uh, intent or something. It's, it's, there is such a slippery, dangerous slope here. Because. Again, no one asks. well, how, do, how is she actually harmed? Like, Supposing she does put up the website. I mean, I think they did allude to, I think maybe Katanji might have alluded, alluded to that, or maybe it was Elena Kagan. You know, if at the bottom of the website it says, you know, a marriage is between one man and a woman, one woman, <laughs> um, then what's the deal? What's the problem? I mean, I... They're gonna go down on a slippery slope.
1: Well yeah, and you might find just this you do. might you might find this humorous. Uh, uh, Ralphs went and found me the webpage of Kristen K. Wagoner at the Alliance Defaming Freedom. Oh geez. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Well Darlene mm-hmm. old girl here doesn't just have her front feet in the trough, she's gotten the back ones in, back trotters in too. She is the CEO, President, and General Counsel of the Alliance Defaming Freedom.
0: Well, of course she is.
1: And if you've got any anti-emetics, I would take them right quick. That or get the bucket handy. She leads the faith-based legal organization in protecting fundamental freedoms and promoting the inherent dignity of all people throughout the U.S. and around the world. Oh, God damn, she's a cross between Gandhi and Mother Teresa now, isn't she? Except for the dignity of, you know, LGBTQ people. She's never brought a case on behalf of the LGBTQ community. She's never brought a case on the dignity, the inherent fundamental freedoms of trans people. Not one... Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. And, of course, across the top there's more and search and legal and contact and then a big red square that says donate. This woman would not well. begin to know the meaning of hardship. She knows nothing about walking through life day to day with a target on her back. Mm-hmm. She is garbage. And she's sitting there in her photo with her little fuchsia jacket and her little necklace on. And, she, and, 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 and she's smiling at the camera like a fox eating shit out of a wire brush. Because she is. God, what a racket. And as, oh, our, as a
0: racket, and, you know. And I as, hate as, hate as hate our hymn says hate. on
1: Wednesdays, and it's all tax-free. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Oh, you know that because you're the damned. She's among the saved. You know, second coming. You you know, people like me, people like you. You know, etc. You know, Jesus is going to, you know, burn us at the stick. She's among the saved.
1: I mean, this is hilarious in the I mean, way that in the way they describe their organization. We were launched in 1994 by leaders of the Christian community. Yeah, <laughs> let's t- let's let's find out what those Christians are about. While many of our clients are Christians, we've also defended you know mm-hmm. by many 99.9 percent. We've also defended the rights of Jews, Muslims, Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, and people of no faith. Religious mm-hmm. freedom is for everyone. Bullshit. Bullshit
0: Well, yeah, I mean I sense it, the photo of Mrs. Smith there missed, missed. Uh, The defendant plain, Is she the plaintiff or the defendant?
1: Uh, well the uh, they, lo- they lost at the trial court They lost at the appeal court And so they were the petitioner In the Supreme Court That's why it's uh, that that's, that's why it's 303 Designs Versus. So. When you
0: saw the, the plaque hanging on our wall. Yeah. I wonder if that whole thing was staged, that picture. You know, I am God's masterpiece.
1: Oh, please. Really? Yeah. Well, I, uh,
0: you're God's masterpiece? Okay, but somebody like you, you're not. You know, like me, I'm not. You
2: know, really? Again,
0: judicial yeah, what what execution. These Christmas what, what, oh, what and they think
1: they know it all. Or? Yeah, I was going to say, what do you, what do you want to, what do mm-hmm. you think would happen with Kristen Waggoner if, say, Joe Biden were to appoint an out queer atheist to the Supreme Court? <laughs> <laughs> she, her, her 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 pretty her pretty little hairdo would stand on end and defending the rights of people with no faith would go flying right out the window. Yes. Yeah.
2: Can you say short? Uh, I'm gonna blow the.
0: I'm gonna blow the renunciation? Short
1: in front of. All these people. Sorry,
0: I don't. I'm not good with my German. Right? Right. I mean, can you say that? Nice. Yeah. Showing your I, I can't say it. I know there's a very specific way to say it, but you know what I mean.
1: I do. I do. Oh, uh, we got a note from Barbara on drag. Um, hmm. Barbara says, this stupid <laughs> shit that they're saying about drag shows has me pissed. In the 40s and 50s, the Jewel Box Review was a drag show that went on tour annually. My grandmother loved it. We saw it two times when it came to Philly. The dancing, singing, costumes, and MC were terrific. There was nothing sexual about it; just good entertainment. If it's against someone's religious beliefs, then don't attend. Why do these yahoos insist on harming tens of thousands of other people's lives just because they deem the shows as sinful? And 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 that's the thing, you know, down in uh,
0: freedom,
1: yeah, freedom. And by the way, the county seat of, uh, Ron and Raleigh informed me, the county seat of Moore County, North Carolina, is, uh, well, let me make sure I get this right, uh, Pinehurst, the largest town is Pinehurst, uh, and the, I think the Suncrest Theater was where the venue for the drag, uh, the drag show. Um, it's a huge golf community along with Southern Pines. It's a pretty wealthy area near Fort Bragg and Fayetteville. So that – and there, you know, there were probably a lot of folks from Fort Bragg that wanted to go see that drag show because it was very well attended.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredibly popular. It's not – I don't I, – it's just going to grow in popularity because, you know, you tell Americans they can't do something, they're going to find a way to
1: do it.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, um, whether it be dumb fucks on the other side, you know, not, you know, finding a way not to get, you know, defying recommendations that they get COVID vaccinations. Or on our side, where we're like, fuck you. I'm going to every drag queen show I can find in my area. People love it. People love the drag queen shows. They're harmless. They really are. And I think there, I think that drag queens are wonderful for, um for kids. They, you know, really. I mean, I remember it was when I was, you know, young and, and the disease was not even a factor really in my life. I was, I participated in a play and, oh, we went, um a Christmas carol. No, oh, no, it was the night before Christmas. It was the night before Christmas. So I was one of the last spirits. <laughs> <laughs> and um I was like I had to be dressed up, and man, was I like completely you know I was like drag queened up basically. and I was so self-conscious because you know I had to wear this long robe. I had my hair kind of pulled back in a um a hairband, and I couldn't see for shit because I couldn't wear glasses. And I, I, I don't even know if this would be, I think this might have been before contact when it became a thing. And I'm walking down the hallway and oh no. I'm feeling like so incredible. A bunch of, no, no, it was really sweet. A bunch of little kids, adorable. They were like probably kindergartners, were walking in a line. And I looked at them and I said, hi. And they were like, oh, she's so Beautiful. Look at her. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy crap. That's the first time I ever, ever was told that. And little kids tell the truth, and I'll never forget that. And I was like, oh my God, that's like the coolest thing. And I just rocked that freaking roll. I went through there on stage and said, okay, I'm good. And that's how little kids would see drag queens. I'm I'm confident of that because they're they're so incredibly beautifully.
1: Yeah, and you um, know, and, and and you know what you can't and, yeah. and and you know the whole groomer mm-hmm. argument is so specious because it presuppo- oh, it presup it presupposes that you can make someone they're not and fr- someone something that they aren't and for and 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 frankly they're just changing the vocabulary a bit. What they're calling groomers now is what a decade ago they were saying, Well, you know the homer sectionals is recruiting our good God fearing little straight children into into homer sectionalness. Remember that? Mm. Recruiting. Yep. You know, like they had a table set up somewhere and uniforms and, and I'm sure the uniforms yeah. were fabulous. But it Oh sure. but it's, well, the, it's mean, the same. Yeah, I mean, it's well, the same garbage.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to look at the uh, the JROTC, they're fucking groomers. The JROTC. Do you know the sixty-eight cases of sexual assault of high school kids that sign up for the JROTC? Hmm. Okay. You want to talk about grooming? The fuck is going on there? Okay? And I'm telling you, you know, senators on both sides of the aisle were ripping at that because they had hearings on it a couple of weeks ago. That's what's happened. You know, really, the standard, you know, old, highly respected military? Seriously, this is all reflection and bullshit. It's all deflection and bullshit. Sure it is. And what irks me, you know.
1: And it's a good dollar. Again,
0: I see it's a good dollar. It's a good grift. You know, everything that we're seeing here, what happened today, it's a grift. We know, you know, this is such a despicably predictable Supreme Court. It's like everybody should just be saying, what a pathetic Supreme Court. We all know how you're going to know. We know where you're at. Okay. Five, four, six, three, what have you. And it's just further emboldening and, um, legalizing discrimination. And I, I made my second phone call to another attorney, um, concerning my issues with, and this is what angers me. Um, he's supposed to be the premier disability rights attorney, um, in my state. And um, I was originally given his contact information um and he worked for a legal services group um in my in my state, but I was seeing another number for a different organization, and so I was very confused, but the other number kept coming up for the other organization, so I called that number, and sure enough it was it was him. I left a message, but I did say, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I keep seeing things that, you know, you're from this legal services organization, um, and I don't know if, and because I used to work for a legal services organization, I know there are geographic and income limitations. So, you know, in terms of what clients they take, among other things. So I did indicate in my message that, you know, I, I'm not sure if there's geographic or limitations or not, and I did not know if this other, you know, this other, this organization was somehow connected with the legal services organization. Maybe it was an off, an offshoot office and it was the same deal. Um, but when he, he did call me back, but immediately he was on the offensive with me. Why would you, why would you think I was still with this other organization? You called this number. Why would you? And so I had to. Well, I you know, and I explained to him in a polite way um, that I was seeing two different contacts for him online, and that you know I want to be sure I have the right one, and that kind of relaxed him a bit. But already it was starting off on a bad a bad foot. I I have never been put to to the ringer. Um, and I finally blew up at this guy because he was attacking me throughout my conversation. I'm trying to explain my circumstances with this driver's training program of the state of Connecticut. And he wanted to know how I was harmed and, um, what happened, what was I denied, and then he accused me of not, um, accepting. Uh, the, the decision of the driver's training program, uh, for a harness. And so they denied me a driver's test and I said, no, that is not what happened. I said, I got the, it was not a harness. I said it was a chest strap, but you have to understand the particular program is broken and they don't know what they're doing. I said, and I go, this set me back almost eight, nine months, and I had no vehicle with which to contest their decision um, that they would not give me a driving test after I completed all of the training hours. So it took a while to explain this to him. And then he started on, well, this is not systemic. I said, Hell yeah, it is. Okay, so you know, here I have actually been harmed and I can't get a lawyer to even look at this. And then I finally blew my stack at the guy and I said, Look, I said, I feel like I'm on the witness stand here being cross examined. I said, you know, I said and quite frankly, um, I have been harmed. And I said, there is a denial of due process in my, my uh, 14th Amendment rights. I had no, no way to contest the decision. There's no appeals process. So he finally kind of got it. And then I said, there are more people that have had this issue. And I do have a driving instructor that quit this, this uh, state agency. Who is willing to talk to you anonymously and tell you what she has experienced. And he goes, I'm not calling anybody. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not investigating this.
1: Wow, what an asshole.
0: Then um, he started he he calmed down a little bit. And started giving. He gave me some good advice. He did give me a whole bunch of regulations. It's on me. I have to write a letter now. He recommends I write a letter to the head of the um, Aging and Disability Services. And he knew this woman's name right, and he threw her name out, thinking, I wonder if that's his fucking wife. Probably is. And um, because they're all connected. And um, then to also copy it, which was very good advice. The copy of the letter to Attorney General uh Tong who is he's really good, Attorney General Tong. And if he doesn't fucking help me, I'm gonna tell him your fucking sign ain't going on my lawn anymore when you run for attorney general, motherfucker. Your your sign is not gonna go on there. Um, because I have really good on assignments. Potentially I like follow on. Um, because I'm a major road here. So, um and he gave me a whole bunch of statutes, and basically he agreed, he agreed, um, that I've been denied, I've been, I've had my constitutional rights violated. And I said, well, I said, look, I go, I've heard that, you know, when something comes from you, uh, it, it has impact because I was told, you know, when this guy, when this particular attorney goes out there and, Presents something or goes to the press, changes are made. So I said, What if I pay you to write this letter for me? You know, what if I hire you to write this letter? He said, Well, I haven't agreed to take the case. Number one. Number two, we don't charge. There's some kind of a disability rights advocacy group. They don't charge. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that. He number three, this is one individual coming to me. I'm not convinced. Number four, that it is systemic. Then he said, plus three of us. In this office, make the decision on whether or not to take case. All right. Number five, and here's the real reason I'm just too busy. Capacity. Huh? Capacity. What is that?
1: Capacity. He d- they don't have the capacity. They're uh, they're, they're overworked and understaffed.
0: I, I Well, I took it. I, I was appalled. I was in shock. I would never talk to a potential client in that way. When I was practicing 26 years ago, I would never talk to I client. I never do that. To say I'm just too busy, I was in shock. I was like, holy shit.
1: Well, I think you're probably right. I think he could have stopped when he said, "You know, de- decisions on whether to take a case are made uh, tri- in in a tripartite fashion." And mm-hmm. you know, uh, but yeah,
0: no, but that was the real reason. You know, that that, that last one was the real reason. But he, here's the, here here's the, here's the kicker. I said, "Well, look," I said. Are you saying then that it's not systemic because I'm just one individual that calls you? Are you saying that if you get more phone calls from other individuals that are in this same program, other customers, they call us customers, yeah. even though I'm the fucking taxpayer. Right. If there are other customers that call in with the same or similar complaints, is that sufficient? to indicate that it's a systemic problem. Or, you know, do you need, uh, I, I phrased as, do you need other people to be calling you? You know, and he goes, well, not necessarily. And then I'm like, but I said, I told you that I have an actual driving instructor who was part of this broken program that is willing to speak to you but you won't talk to her, how else do you know whether or not it's systemic? If, 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 if getting phone calls from individuals is not enough, and you refusing to talk to this other person is not enough, then what, what makes it systemic? How do you know whether or not it's systemic? And then he said some bullshit. I need a letter. If I get a letter. I'm like, a letter from what? Who? You know, I, I just, I, I was just like, huh? And then I just said, you know what? I've already pushed the envelope enough here. I'm just going to. This is the second lawyer that, it, it, you know. And my mistake is I tell them I'm a lawyer. So they, you know, because I have to pull it out and say, pull out those guns a little bit because they're talking to me in such a demeaning way. The first guy wasn't as bad as this one. This is a disability rights lawyer, And this is how he's talking. <laughs> I'm in shock. You know,
1: I, I, you know, but but
0: am I, is my logic wrong on the systemic thing? Is My logic wrong? Uh,
1: no, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it is. Um, I'm just wondering if there's. I'm just wondering if there's a psychological thing going on here, where. And I don't even like pondering this. As a disability rights lawyer, he probably sees people who are far less educated than you, and probably tends to talk down because. And it's not necessarily a dis- – yeah. it's not a disability-specific situation. He probably talks down to mm-hmm. everybody, and that's a, real problem oh, among yeah. law- that's a real problem among lawyers.
0: Yeah. Oh, I got that impression, really, because I did throw out to him. I said, hey, look, I said, I'm being tested by the driving instructor for my mental acuity. I said, FSH doesn't affect the brain. It doesn't affect the mind. I said, I've got it together. I said, and by the way, I have a pretty damn near perfect driving record. Well, you know, I mean, I had one accident when I was in law school in my, my mid 20, my early 20s and a couple of tickets back then. Nothing since, nothing since age 24. I'm 57 now. I fucking know how to drive a, a goddamn vehicle. So, you know, it's just, this is a different animal. So anyway, this is the second time I've run into a fucking major asshole. And, you know, it's like it just shows how broken the system is because this lady at the Supreme Court level has not been harmed, Or it's just what might happen. Or that she, you know, it's a chilling effect, or something like that. I've actually been harmed. I've lost the. I I can't even go for jobs. I can't. I can't drive. I can't go anywhere. So, and I feel like I'm having to fight just to get them to listen to me, because he was all over the. He was jumping all over, like he was not letting me don't get to the point about, you know, that this was, a did not, and, and he did find some good regulations and statutes that I think can help me, um, that, you know, he, here's the real picker one, and he said, you're going to be happy with this. So I think he was feeling a little guilty because he was such a fucking prick. Um, he did provide some good information, and he, he did say, this is something um, under the Department of Social Services that you must have um, an appeals or hearing process for any denial of a major you know of major rights. You said and he said that, you know, being able to drive you have a license. I have a license. I am illegal to drive in the state of Connecticut. I can drive. I just can't drive in adaptive van. <laughs> I don't have I need a fucking sticker on on the license I can't even take it out of the garage I can't even drive around in my driveway so I've been harmed because of this and there was no official letter indicating why I was denied my driver's test and no information on how to appeal that determination. He said, you just got an email. I said, I only got an email from an occupational therapist that I pushed back, and I was that was it. So he said, I would focus on the 14th Amendment, and I would focus on this particular regulation because the Bureau of Rehabilitation Services, and it's overseeing my case, used to be under the DSS offices. Now they're with the Department of Aging and Disability Services. That I have to address the letter to, but just because they're under a different agency doesn't mean that that particular regulation isn't like a writer you know like an insurance right like a right that goes with the agency being under a different supervisory state um like that sub agency being under a different supervisory main agency so does that make sense so yeah, so, yeah it does. You know, i have, i
1: yeah i tend to, I, said, I tend to th- th- i tend to think i mean i think you did the right thing um and this is certainly not legal yeah. advice but i i i i think um Going to the not going to, um, but but making contact with the AG's office and having a serious conversation with them might go a long way. I mean, it, it's very it's very possible that that particular um, administrative unit that you're talking about probably has AG representation, but they have probably got some. They're, but they're you know cones of silence and all of that stuff and Chinese walls and they probably they probably got someone who could be tasked to work on that. I mean, always, you know, always use every available tool, you know, legislative, yeah. attorney general, you've tried this guy. He seems like a dead end. Yeah,
0: he's an asshole.
1: But if, I mean, he I, mean did, I don't but want he, to even go but back. He, to, he, he he gave, was, no, he, he gave was, you the advice, write the letter.
0: Oh, I'm going to do that. I've already started hammering out the outline. Oh, absolutely. I don't feel like he was like the other attorney. Like, I feel like there was a fear there. They're afraid to go after the state. Um, there was a hostility there that was unwarranted. And I'm like, what's triggering these guys? What's triggering them? Because. I've clearly been aggrieved and I told him, I was so angry. I said, Hey, listen, dude, I mean, I just got so, pissed. I said, look, I said, I'd love to sue the fucking pants off the state of Connecticut. I said, I'd love to sue them. I said, I want to sue them for everything they're worth because they've ruined my life. I've been stuck at home for two years. As I joke, I'm under a house, arrest, you know, house arrest by the state of Connecticut, even though I've committed no crime. I said, they've ruined my life. I couldn't see my mother for two years um, before she died. And just trying to get to her funeral was an ordeal. Um, I can't go and find work. I can't go to interviews. I was fortunate after two years of searching, I was able to find one agency that did everything remotely because they're hypersensitive to COVID so i I was fortunate, in that, but it took me two years to find that I've been harmed i've been I've been hurt I've been damaged by this on so many different levels. I said, but at this point, I said, "Dude, I'm calling you to tell you that this is a problem in that there was no recourse, and he finally got it because my whole point was whether or not their decision was correct." And I don't think it was. Because I told him, I said, I ain't wearing this freaking chest strap. There's no way. Once I pass this test, I'm not wearing it. But whether or not I agreed with it or disagreed with this uh, decision to to, um, deny me a driver's test after I did everything they told me to do, after I went through all of the appropriate training hours, whether or not their decision was accurate is irrelevant. The fact is, I did not have a vehicle with which to contest it. That's all that it is. That is a denial of due process. That is a denial of my ability to be able to contest the decision and ask for a hearing and an appeal. I have, I really did not get a good explanation. You just have to have a heart. I got no real explanation from what I heard from the the driving instructor who has since left that it was because of this emergency braking thing where I was sliding forward a bit with the wheelchair and it did contribute to the damage of my chair. So I was sliding forward, but all they really had to do was tell me just to wear the seat belt that the wheelchair has. Where to put the seat belt on, let's try that. They never told me that. I usually don't wear the seat belt. They don't have to, but I wear the van seat belt, but this was a, a secondary seatbelt. If I had worn that seatbelt, if they had just said, "Let's try, put your seatbelt on from your wheelchair," let's see, I probably would have been fine. But here's the kicker: if I had been allowed to appeal this or ask for a hearing, it probably would have come out that the driver's training program in the state of Connecticut does not require emergency braking. It does not require somebody in my position as a disabled person with an adaptive van does not require that you do emergency braking. This was something right off the ass of the occupational therapist who is overkill on everything and has prescribed multiple incorrect assistive devices for me. I could have been driving that van and I could have gone and seen my mom. Multiple times
1: before she died. Oh geez, Darlene.
0: But, okay, so if you tell her I haven't been harmed, I've been I have been harmed. So look, I told him, I said, look, if this
1: is well, then, if, then, other then, people look, this property, I mean let's let's look a little bit more mm-hmm. concretely too. You have and and I'm not saying what you said earlier wasn't concrete. Um, but the fact of the matter is you've got a whopping boatload of money invested in that car. And basically, your money is mm-hmm. parked. That's what I told him, too. It, impact, it, impact, it, impacts, here here. Your, it impacts your ability here. 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 to... I mean, you you remember the old doctrine of mitigation of damages. You can't mitigate your damages. Mm-hmm. And so that would seem to me that but, all the damages, therefore, uh, in your... To the state of Connecticut. Yeah.
0: They paid for half of it too, by the way. That doesn't help the taxpayer because they paid for the modifications. That's a waste of money for the taxpayer. You know, and then, duh, you know, the attorney finally got it at the end. They said, well, you know, doing this and having this hearing process will make them a little more honest. What, you fucking think? That's my whole point. Because if the Tweedledee and Tweedledum that are making the decisions and telling me, like, you know, authoritarian like that I have to I have to do whatever the fuck they say and there's no oversight, yeah. Having a hearings and appeals process will put them on notice and put their feet to the fire. And that they're not making these decisions in a vacuum and I have to just take whatever they throw at me, even when I'm doing everything they're asking me to do. I was ready for the test. That was, was it back in June? Yeah, I think it was three months before we came up with a chest strap. Eight weeks had passed. No, no one, Uh, neither What a, what, a,
1: what a Byzantine Rube Goldberg experience
0: So anyway i I' I'm just I'm tired of the abuse. I'm tired of the abuse in the system. I'm tired of the abuse. I reach out for help with you know you know private practicing attorney, you know some kind of an attorney who's part of a like a legal like a disability legal service and I'm being subjected to abuse. There was no reason for him to act in this manner. I was polite. I was cordial. Um, and finally, when I felt like I was I was on the witness, I, I really, I literally, I said, I feel like I'm on the witness chair here, being cross-examined by opposing counsel. You know, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be on my side. I mean, I know you haven't agreed to take the case. But I'm just, you know, I'm just calling in for, um, you know, I'm calling in to hire you to help me. You know, really, I was ready to pay, even if it meant a $1 fucking nominal. At least it would help other people in this program because there's another person who has a different form of the muscular dystrophy. And he was, th- this excellent driving instructor was uh, training him, and, and this individual was out on the road like me, you know, three hours a week. So he was building his upper body. He was building his core because he was driving. He was he was doing all of that, and um, he was gaining strength. This occupational therapist did the same damn thing to him as she did to me. He lost all of that muscle strength. He said he lost nine months. He's been languishing in the program for nine fucking months. you telling me this isn't systemic? Oh, the other interesting thing um, that he said was he doesn't think it's discrimination.
1: What, just incompetence?
0: Yeah. He said that, and I thought, I just, ah, God, you know, and maybe billable, can weigh in. Um, I, You know, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? He said, well, it's the same program. Are they also um, serving people without disabilities? I said, I don't think so. I think it's just people with disabilities. So because it's all people with disabilities and not people without disabilities. Oh,
1: this makes my head hurt.
0: That because. Because it's in the, the one program, if they were, you know, advancing people without disabilities.
1: And holding back to people with, with the disabilities. Dis- oh, no, I've read a book about this. Then the, it's- the only way you qualify for the program is by showing that you don't need the program. Catch-22. It
0: makes no sense to me. And I told him I said, I disagree with you. I came around and said, I disagree with you about the dis- that this isn't discrimination. I said, "Look, I said they're forcing us to try to be perfect drivers." I said, you "Point to one able-bodied person's perfect driver." I said, "Hey, listen. I said I know people that are fucking legally blind and they're on the road. One of my good friends. She's able-bodied for sure. She's driving and she's legally blind. She can be- she can't see in the dark. She's out there." Okay. So I just thought that was bizarre. I and agree. I, I, I said I disagreed, I disagreed with that. Um, so that's what I've encountered. And I was just, I was so stressed out after that phone call. I was so wild up and stressed out. I'm like, I don't need this. You know, I'm trying to get help, I'm trying to help others, too, because that poor man, Oh, so to complete that story, because he was so weakened, because he hadn't been driving, because this occupational therapist set him back, like she set me back, he languished for nine months. He lost all of his muscle strength and muscle mass because he hadn't been driving. So when they tested him, you know, they not tested him, but got him back in his van, He, he needed more time. He needed more time behind the wheel, but the drive, the, the driver's training program instructor said he's too weak. And the, um, the driving instructor who left, the one that's willing to talk to the attorneys, to the attorney, um, that barreled into the driver's training program instructor and said, look, you need to give this guy some time to rebuild his muscle mass. He's lost all of this, uh, momentum. He's lost all of this, uh, progress. You can't just, uh, say he can't drive. He needs to build up his strength again. He needs to be out on the road practicing. They've caused a lot of damage with this pro, with this program, uh, Robin. You know, um, it sounds like a I don't complete know. mess. I, Oh, it's a complete, and I told this attorney, and I said, this is a shit storm. This program is, um, this program is um, completely uh, broken. I said, it's a broken program, 100% broken. Because, you know, there's no oversight. None. I've got all the emails, too. I've got evidence. I've got everything. So I'm going to tack that on to the letter. Emails, everything, because they admit the state admits <laughs> that they don't have an appeals process through this that they had gotten it from DMV, partially from DMV, in the, and that was the other thing. This DMV, I think, had an appeals process. There's just no excuse for this. So when I look at what happened today at Supreme Court, I see what I'm going through. I can't even get to the threshold of being taken seriously, and this woman. You know, it's because well, you, it's,
1: what, well, I'm, I'm halfway facetious, Tarlene. But what you need is what you need. It, this is kind of this is kind of like the wizard at the end of the Wizard of Oz. You know, you need a testimonial. Uh, what you what you need is a hmm. sincerely held religious belief. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: becoming. Is it, it, they're elevating it to the point of. And it's above all else. Well, it's it's, it's literally they've
1: literally become magic words to this court. <laughs> well,
0: you're right. No one ever really drilled down. this. how is it, exactly is she being harmed? Right. That how was that, that was my question.
1: I want to I want to know if she loses, yeah. what happens to her? Okay. If she loses, she doesn't get to discriminate against gay couples. Damn. Too bad for her. But since it's a sincerely held religious belief. What is her God going to do to her? Is He going to send her to hell? I mean, that's what grace is all about, isn't it? Is she going ha- to have to? Pl- is she going to have to? Is she going to have to pray ten times a day instead of once? Is she going to have to rend her garments and sit in the sit in sackcloth and ashes in the middle of Main Street? Is, is she going to have to burn extra incense? Tell me what, she's, what her harm is. Because it, sincerely held religious beliefs are not a life support system for economic success. Sincerely held religious beliefs are spiritual. Are they going to stop talking to her at her mega church? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm at a loss here.
0: Well, she is God's masterpiece. With that, you know, that's fine. I am God's masterpiece. So then, what are you saying then? Somebody like Robin Kincaid is not, or Darlene is not, Darlene from Connecticut is not, or. Yeah. Um, this particular gay couple is not. Yeah, less than, less than, other. Or this black person, this black person is not, get them them on the fucking record. You know, I was, you know, really, hey, Sonia, you know, uh, you you read the news, maybe. Oh, I was noticing she was sitting next to this plaque, she's God's masterpiece. That's just lovely. What is she saying, man? Is she saying that, you know, a gay couple is, is not... The, 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 you know they're all from from God, right? They all came from God, so they must be God's masterpiece too. Please explain to me how they are not. You know, really put that freaking Wagner bitch. Is that her name, Wagner?
1: Yeah, Kristen Wagner. Put her
0: in. Put her in. Put her in greater pretzels than she already was, because she just she was she was twisting herself into pretzels, and she could not answer shit. And there was a little bit of shade thrown, a lot of shade. Actually, I think I caught that. I don't know if you did by the prosecutor, uh, by the um, was it the attorney attorney general? fellow no, the the s- was, was in, the ball
1: solici- The solicitor, the solicitor general Colorado. for Colorado, Mr. Olson. Yes.
0: Yeah, didn't he say something? Well, you know what, my my uh, friend on the other side uh, was struggling to answer or couldn't answer her. I think he threw some shade at her. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Because she couldn't answer it because because she had nothing.
1: All right, Miss but see in that's spite the, of that, that's we're the problem but that's the problem with this court. She doesn't have to have anything.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's a charade. It's a law. It's a farce. It's a farce. It's all a farce. And and, you know, and whether it was gore, mean, whether it was
1: Gorsuch, or Alito, or Brat, or the Handmaid, they were all up there debating the number of angels dancing on the head of a pin. It was ridiculous. Yep. It was absolutely ridiculous. And 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 they're there there was there 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 is there never it, it seems there never is any drill down i mean I, just sitting here thinking well okay um, uh Lori, um you have sincerely held religious beliefs do they, do do your sincerely held religious beliefs include the teachings of jesus christ the actual red letter words of jesus christ do they Lori? can you tell me about matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to 46 and how that is is applicable to your sincerely held religious beliefs that you shouldn't make a website for the queers.
0: I would love to see that. I would love to hear one of the – look, don't you kind of get the impression that the three awesome queens from the Supremes had a little chat beforehand? Because they were in unison. They were coordinated. They were,
1: yeah, and they knew it, and, and they knew exactly, and, and 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 I and I think our six most puissant, dread sovereign, supreme Catholic majesties know that they're going to get blistered when they come out with this piece of shit opinion.
0: They don't care. Bolito's like you know more weight, you know, really more weight. You don't give a shit. We he win. loves it. Yeah. He's sick. He's just sick and twisted. So, I mean, we saw that. We we heard that today. Sick and twisted with that just absolutely despicable, KK, you know, uh, um, black kids wearing the KKK. I mean, I was just, I was shocked. I was just gobsmacked, but not surprised, but just gobsmacked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do it, do it. At That's this point, at, at, yeah, at, at, yeah, at this point Alito should just come on the bench in blackface.
0: so. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully and, some, some enterprising alternate or, you know, truth out or something, <laughs> he probably find something from his high school or college years. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Posted
1: everywhere. Oh, I don't think you have to. You know. you know, if you go if you go back to his confirmation hearing, uh, there's I mean, look. This is this is a guy who ordered a nine year old little girl to be strip searched, or actually didn't order it, but he's, upheld, he's, it. He's thick twisted, he's, upheld it. He's a sick and twisted. Upheld it. He's a sick and twisted. He said it was perfectly yeah. okay to shoot uh, for police to shoot an unarmed black man in the back of the head as he fled away from them and posed no risk
0: he's a sick and twisted motherfucker. He really is sick and twisted. He's gross. He's gross. And at this point, we've got, what, we're stuck two years. The Senate can't unilaterally.
1: No, they can't act in unilaterally. No. require.
0: No. So we're fucked for two years unless, you know.
1: Well, unlo- unless well, you know, unless un- unless <laughs> un- unless nature takes its course, you know, Sammy Bad Breath and and Fappy are both uh, past their sell by date. <laughs> Wait, ex- I, I should probably retract that. That did not come out <laughs> right. They yeah are we're you. past we're their we're expiration date. There we go. ESP, ESP, ESP. I know
2: what you
0: mean. I'm thinking it. I'm thinking about it. But I ain't saying it. No freaking way. No.
1: And it, but, w- it would be, it would be, wow. I, would it Would it be, I would just, I would just love to, love to watch Mitch McConnell's head go, boop, you know, inside his little Martian <laughs> space helmet. If there were to be, if there were to be two vacancies on the Supreme court all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, see what new rule he comes up with
1: because I don't know. Maybe maybe Fappy chokes. On, maybe Fappy chokes on a on a pub on a Coke can or something. Sick <laughs> <That's> fucker! <amazing.
0: laughs> They're sick. These are sick people. And the cult uh, that she, you know. At some, um, yeah.
1: Did you notice one other one, one, one? other one other thing. Did you notice that at some point in the arguments? um there uh, uh, that's what it was I, I think it was fappy who asked a question about historical precedent because fappy is obsessed with historical precedent and so you can guess that'll find it no. There, 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 there's no historical precedent for letting 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 uh, uh same-sex couples have websites we didn't even have websites before 1995 mark my words but darlene i'm going to yeah. i'm going to roll here I, and i got to tell you uh I, I, I as soon as program's mm-hmm. over i got to i got to get all presentable and stuff cuz uh sure you may have heard you may have heard ferg in the background playing yeah uh, he, he's wonderful pl- he's playing in public for the first time in a very long time tonight. So,
0: Congratulations! I heard a little bit of it. It sounded really damn good, and he yeah, sounds he, like he is smoking uh, and ready to roll.
1: He's got the he's got this acoustic guitar version of uh, uh, "I Come From a Land Down Under" that he just loves to play.
0: Oh, tape that! Oh, can you tape that? No, I'm going to yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: go- I'm going to video. It's he's pl- never
0: a bad time for that song.
1: He's actually he's actually playing with a band tonight, so I don't know. They and they invited him, so oh, that's
0: awesome.
1: And I, I know. The, I know the guys in the right, band; well, and they're really cool. But yeah, so that's where I'll be going as soon as the program's awesome.
0: over. It's going this going to be at your place, your Maggie's or whatever? Yeah, it'll be, it's um, it's
1: over at Maggie's. Awesome.
0: Well, enjoy. Have a wonderful evening. I'll let you go. Thank all you right. for hearing me out. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, Thank
1: yep. you, Darlene. It was a wonderful conversation. I hope so. <laughs> and right. hopefully you, you. you'll get all of this sorted out. You take care. Have a good evening. Stay warm.
0: You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Darlene up in Connecticut. God, she is catch-22. She is in. She is in an administrative nightmare. Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, hey, Scott, how are you?
2: Well, compared to poor Darlene, Jesus. I mean, as Dave Letterman used to say, I wouldn't trade—I uh, wouldn't trade her problems for a monkey on a rock or something. I don't know. <laughs> how hey, the hell are you?
1: You know, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm okay. I think.
2: I try to be. Well, I'll tell you, you're probably doing better than I am. I have had the last two days have just been from hell. And I'll go into that, but I have a couple of comments about the uh, some of the stories that you were reading. Now, the 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 cake the cake lady was the one with the website.
1: No, well, no. yeah, 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 but uh, masterpiece bakeries precedes this case because masterpiece didn't come out the way that the alliance defaming freedom wanted. They had to troll another uh, troll up another plaintiff.
2: All right. Well, here's the deal. There, who's the cake lady? Or the cake lady was a different case.
1: Lori. Cake. Lori. Okay. Lori is okay. the website lady.
2: Lori is the website. Well, what does she sell on her website? So she just d- does that as a. No, she's
1: a web designer.
2: Desi- okay. Well, anyway, I had it confused. All I'm going to say here is the cake lady, whoever she is, wherever she is, was she the one that uh, claimed to be God's masterpiece?
1: I, I Yeah, I, there's a picture. Yes, I think.
2: Uh- Okay, well, here's the deal with the God. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky area to be trotting upon. The God's masterpiece theory of your life. The one, it's not true now, but once upon a time, not too long ago, 40 years ago, in Detroit, American-made cars in Detroit, you dare not buy one made on a Monday or a Friday. Right. Because on your Monday, best car was
1: your Wednesday car.
2: Exactly. I got a feeling that God either had a Monday or a Friday day with this God's masterpiece lady. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going I'm not to judge, okay, because they use the same yardstick on me to judge my ass. And I ain't God's gift to nobody. But there's that. And the other thing is, as far as the cake lady goes, start a nasty rumor on her website that all of her cakes are are baked in Dutch ovens and that, you know, she'll have the closed uh, out-of-business sale sign up before you can say Betty Crocker. So, anyway, those are my two comments on that. Now, the... the, Well, I mean, I I
1: think it takes a great deal of hubris to say that you know the mind of God in anything.
2: I'm not even a a practice run on the... uh, what is that thing that the uh, pottery makers they do it with their feet and they mold the clay and it spins yeah, around?
1: Yeah, right, yeah, yeah.
2: It, it's like spin art for uh, pottery or something. I'm not, I'm a reject. I'm in the fucking reject table, and you know. Oh I, yeah,
1: of, I can. I'm going to get a little more graphic. I, the, the 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 more I ponder the 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 wonders and the awesomeness of the universe, the more I realize that I'm I'm like an electron orbiting a single atom. In a molecule of a drop of sweat on a single armpit hair <laughs> of some asshole <laughs> on a planet full full of billions of assholes.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it, 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 I mean, it, it, I am so matter. far down. I am so far <laughs> down the chain that. I am gloriously insignificant, and 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 you know these Christers, that uh,
2: And this the
1: What are they? What are they going to do when the when the amorphous, multi-limbed aliens from Norblap Nine show up and they say, "Do you have time for me to tell you about Jesus's plan for your life?"
2: See the problem with these people; these fuckers are just they. They will not do it the old-fashioned way. They are today's lazy. Uh, Fuckers, okay, lazy scamsters. Now, in the old days, if you wanted to make a big shit ton of money, you would build a building, get people to fill it, and pass the plate twice a service. Okay, these people—they slap up a website with a donate button, and they think they're doing the Lord's work. Well, fuck them—they're lazy bastards. That's all there is to it. Let me. Do you know what's what's your sciatic? Uh, nerve is. I do. All right. Have you ever had issues with your sciatic nerve and your leg? Yeah,
1: you and talk? my dad did too. Sciatica.
2: I had this about five years ago, out of nowhere, and and had the most miserable couple of days. I mean, it was literally a pain in my ass, Robin. And uh, you cannot get comfortable. You can't sit. No. You have a recliner. Did, uh, did you can't recline. Lay on
1: the other side. No. You know, None no. of
2: it. None. And So I've literally, literally been awake and suffered for two fucking days. And walking is interesting, too. I literally fell down in my own home last night. And it took me 20 minutes to get up off the goddamn floor. Because of where I fell, there was nothing to, you know, to use for leverage to pull my ponderous bulk back up to an upright you know, free flight uh, position. I mean, Jesus Christ, what the hell? I'm not that old, but I've got a doctor's appointment, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, see if they can give me a fucking muscle relaxer or something uh, for because. Uh, and today uh, it, it's better. It's I'm feeling better, so I'll, it'll be like when you take your car in for a, to look at a squeak. When you get to the service bay, the squeak's gone. They, oh no, hell, no! What's wrong with your ass? What did you say was wrong with it? You know, so anyway i but I've got to go see the doctor for some uh refills and stuff, but
1: oh, I'm sorry to know you're going through that
2: welcome like I said though, compared to uh, Darlene, my god i would if I had a car, I'd sell it uh, after hearing her story because i would I would get on the uh the auto uh trader uh, and and uh send my come and get it for a twelve word ad or whatever. And get a drive off, Buster. You know, you can have the fuzzy dice and the, the, the plastic Jesus looking out the back next to the dog whose head goes up and down. No, I'll keep the dog whose head goes up and down. But anyway, I, I just.
1: Uh, yeah. I well, I, you know, time is short, but I wanted to share something with you because, you know, you, you are our official correspondent for TV viewing tips. Oh, yes. I I come up with one every now and then, too.
2: Will hit me with it.
1: I ran across a documentary last night called Disclosure
2: Ooh,
1: on I, on Netflix, and it's actually a documentary about trans representation in media.
2: I have it on my list. I have it, it is
1: absolutely sure. it is absolutely fascinating.
2: Well, I'm glad I had sense enough to put it on my list.
1: Uh, it is. I, I watched it last night. And I was like, "I didn't know none of this."
2: Yeah, and a, I thought I so, love... "I thought
1: I was a fan of film."
2: Yeah, don't you love um, documentaries like that where you actually learn something that you had no idea was out there? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it a lot? Did you ever see that one outrage from about 10, 12 years ago? Uh, were, were the congress critters were making all these anti uh, gay laws yes yes but they you know like the guy in the airport up in minneapolis doing the the footsie in the bathroom stall and there were some others besides was it along those lines where they, they're they're doing exposure of
1: well no i mean the, actually it, it's it's more of a history but there are some wonderful wonderful uh, uh trans actors in it, um, female to male and male to female and non-binary, mm-hmm. and 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 it, the, the, the history it's it, it's like uh, shining a light on a hidden history, you know, the, and and watching it and they talk about you know back when it was against the law and they, they show old headlines, uh, you know, woman arrested for wearing pants, yeah, uh, and it's like you wanna you wanna look at these Republicans now and go y'all tried this before. It didn't make us go away. it's not going to make us go away this time and it's a it's a it's it's a tragic and horrifying history i I, I got one spoiler for you though
2: okay. uh, you
1: you've seen the uh, uh you've seen the Matrix I trust somewhere along the way
2: uh, you're going to hate me
1: you are kidding me
2: I've never seen the original or the uh sequels.
1: well uh, the, the 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 individual who directed it. Created it. Later came out as trans, and she transitioned, and her name is Lily Wachowski. And I guess we're fairly close in age. And when they interviewed her, it was just delightful because she said, "You know, th- when I was growing up, there was no trans representation in 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 TV, or, but there was one." And they immediately start playing a clip from What's Opera, Doc? Oh yeah, <laughs> and 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 she goes on to talk about how Bugs, you know, that the, the cartoons were, you know, brilliant, and that and that it and that and that you know when 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 Bugs is in drag, Bugs is cute, Bugs is fun, Bugs is feminine, to the extent a cartoon rabbit can be, and 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 she says. <laughs> And and it, it's so funny because Miss Terry and I have had the conversation where we're like, "Oh yeah, we were both trans by Bugs Bunny, no doubt about it. Bugs transed us. It's a joke."
2: I yeah, but I'm, but, I'm, but to I'm find not...
1: that that segment existed in there, I was like, "Yes, yes." Well,
2: yeah. Well, it reminds me of two documentaries. Uh, wh- there were there were two documentaries, part of a before and after series, and then another standalone documentary. um the the the, the two part documentary was before Stonewall and then after Stonewall did you ever see those
1: no, but Stonewall gets a mention in here and okay. and they and, and they and they correct the record
2: find them and watch them basically it was how gays and lesbians and others were treated before Stonewall and then after St- Stonewall what life was like yeah. and the other one was depictions of gay and lesbian and maybe even trans people, because it's an older documentary, but there were still trans people 20, 30 years ago, in the movies and in television. And, you know, history is an important thing to know no matter what your group is. And film, if done, if it's done right, they, they usually do a good job. So I'm glad you mentioned uh, Disclosure is the name of it.
1: Yes, and and do please watch it. And by the way, Darlene just uh, sent you a note and said, "Scott,
2: don't sell your car."
1: <laughs> no, Scott, selling Wanda, Wanda the Honda. Trust me, no. I have seriously entertained the idea.
2: Well, after all that, I would think. Uh, but, uh, but then, but then,
1: but then she's right back where she started, and yeah, you know, going through the whole process again.
2: Well, I, I'm telling you, not, nothing frustrates me more either to go through it or to hear about it. You know, on the part of others, then needlessly having to jump through flaming hoops and have someone on the other side of the desk who is doing everything but drumming his or her fucking fingers while you're sitting there trying to get your goddamn life back. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I, I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. By the way, we got to, uh, to wrap things up. We got a note from Lady B.
2: Hey, Lady B.
1: All this talk about businesses and discrimination, obviously, if a person wins the right to refuse service to gays, then they can refuse service to anyone. And that's unlawful. So, yeah, this is worth the fight. It protects everyone, whether they think they need it or not. All I know is, as a black woman, I knew where, what places I could go to and which ones I couldn't. In the 70s in the South, we could buy gas but not use their restrooms. Couldn't rent an inexpensive motel room, no matter how tired daddy was. He taught my then fourteen-year-old sister Retta to drive so we wouldn't have to stop much. That was forty-plus years ago. Since then, the color green has usually trumped skin color, but not always. We lack like, still pick and choose who we patronize. Will the waitress with the sneer spit in your food? Will you get the black order, also known as cold food? Will jewelry stores refuse to buzz you in? Will they follow you around in Walmart again? I hope SCOTA sculls the fuck out of that woman, but who knows? It's not like it was a big priority before. Will it change now? I hope so. The rest of y'all should too. Lady B, it ain't changing. That well, is going to not... be either a six to three or a five to four decision.
2: What's interesting though is, and I know not all Well let, let me finish. Let
1: me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. Lady I'm B sorry. says, P. S. Have Ferg look up the acoustic version of Overkill by Minute Work lead singer Colin Hayes. He already has. I've heard it several times. Gorgeous rendition. He'll love it. Love you too, Lady B. Love you back, Lady B. So good to hear from you. <sighs> and so here we are at 8 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> there we are. El- Lady B again. Elmer Fudd. Esma Welda, you're so lovely. <laughs> yes, I know it. I can't help it. <laughs> And they played that clip in that in that documentary.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's not else it's Oh Blue Hill you're so really? lovely. Yeah. yeah. Yes uh, I know it, I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Well Yeah, and and, uh, and Ron and Raleigh reminds me both of Wachowski's transition. Lily and Lana. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, there's a s- sordid, sordid, torrid story from the early aughts that it does not bear to be gone into that touches on the Wachowskis and a really problematic trans guy named Buck Angel.
2: Buck Angel, Jesus. that yeah. Name rings a bell, and I don't know why.
1: Yeah, look him up. Scott, um, I gotta, I, I'm got. sorry our conversation was so short. We'll get caught up, but i got to get out of here so that, A, I can go see Ferg Play, and, B... So that the fun, frivolous, friendly folks at uh, Podbean, Podbean <laughs> won't fuck me again this month.
2: Well, I had—I kind of had my comments in mind, looking at the clock and looking at your posts the other day. That's madness. I, I, I you know. Ay, ay,
1: ay. I know. Scott, have a good night. Alrighty. I hope the, uh, I hope the sciatica doesn't trouble you too much. I hope it doesn't I, trouble you at all. What am I saying?
2: Well who you know it, any of it is too fucking much when you're on the floor and you can't get up, and then I'm feeling like the universe, the goddess of irony, is saying, "You know all that fun you knew, used to make about the medical Earth bracelets, and I've fallen and I can't get up." Yes, uh, was, look around, you buster. <laughs> so I, I literally had that thought, and 20 minutes on the floor trying to get up is a long time. I couldn't even get to where the fucking phone was. Oh, it was Jesus. Scary. It was scary. I'm sure. You know, plus, uh, I, and who am I going to call? The best the firemen are going to do is, is axe the door down and then come in and look at the mess, both me and the state of this uh, 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 unit. But anyway, you want to hear about that. You want to go hear guitar music. And you should. And tell Ferg to knock him dead. Well, if, way, he, I
1: mean. if, if, if he'll if he let me post it, I will.
2: All right. All
1: right. See you, I'll, Scott.
2: All right. Take care of you, Horn family. And God, Darlene, or, uh, uh, the, please, I hope things turn around for you soon because your stress level is like fucking off the charts. I, I can tell. I can hear it. And I don't envy you. I, don't, I feel bad for you. I have some calming thoughts and, and energy for you and the car. And the fucking bureaucrats. How about that?
1: Yeah, you tell you, you're, 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 a, you're a veritable holy man, you know, praying for give the bureaucrats them, and all.
2: Give them a dose in each cheek, if you will. All right. I'll see you later.
1: See you, Scott. Bye. Bye-bye. And that brings us to the end of this Moran Monday. A, an information-filled and uh, absolutely powerful Moran Monday, at least. In my book, hope you enjoyed it as well. And those of you who listen to the podcast, I hope you enjoy it later. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to our PayPal and Patreon subscribers. Thank you to our a la carte contributors. We didn't have any of those this evening, but hopefully we will. So tomorrow we'll be at 1190 for our fundraising goal. (sighs) Um, Thank you to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Roger and Sparky and Steve in the chat room this evening. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, Live. Remember, brand-new Fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is headon.live. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, whiterosesociety.org. Thank you to the hardest-working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia, and a proud union shop. Stay safe. Get your booster. Oh, there may not be a Malloy tonight. Thank you for that heads-up, Brother Deacon. Um, get your booster, get your flu shot, wipe down your surfaces, help stop the spread of RSV during the... Uh, Uh, triple threat pan, uh, triple threat endemic that we're in wash your hands don't touch your face use your hand sanitizer wear your mask when you're around the great maggot unvaxxed and unwashed and and generally big crowds anywhere keep your social distance 15 to 20 feet like Paul from parts unknown says and uh, if somebody comes stumbling rumbling and bumbling down the sidewalk saying the well, I mean, we're, we're going to take the house. We're, we're, we're going to have the house just going to be even, so that's why I need to be in the house. Now, you uh, avoid Walker, Texas Strangler, like the plague, because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Later.